2: It is the Riot
3: Podcast. Happy Friday.
0: Oh, finally Friday. It
3: is. And uh, make sure you cherish today's show. You've only got today and then one more show with Nikki until, well, I mean, we'll be doing the worst of the Riot with Nikki so you hear her. (laughs) <laughs> uh, over after christmas but for a while it's just going to be isaiah and I'll... i
0: will be off the rest of next week i'll mm-hmm. be in on monday and then the final week of the year is actually really good it's the worst of riot from 2021 so we'll actually pick some of our favorite moments from mm-hmm. the year so you can kind of catch up especially it's good if you're a new podcast listener you can hear some of our favorite parts you
3: can uh, catch up and isaiah is in charge of assembling that yeah i wonder if there's what do you think be, like, is good a I'm lot gonna... of isaiah showing
4: up <laughs> <It's> in- just- <laughs> It's ninety percent Isaiah. All the I'm like, times well, Isaiah you know, joined us, the past couple months have really been the greatest of yeah. the year. <laughs> you're,
0: you're like, you told me to pick the best part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
4: just assumed every single part was me, and it was a good one. You know one what? You have ones. that
0: creative control. All right, exactly. So we'll, yeah, it's all We look up to forward you. to seeing what you come up with. So make sure you stick with the podcast because uh, we have a lot of good stuff coming up.
4: Yeah. So today on the podcast, we did this great thing uh, with me specifically, <laughs> and uh, we uh, we talked about how I've, I've been.
0: I've I've <laughs> been
4: hurting as of late. The left side of my throat has been in some some decent pain, and people texted in ideas for how I could could possibly fix it.
3: And mm-hmm. it it went. I um, don't want to spoil it, but it went in the most unexpected way. Unexpected finish I've ever. Ever experienced here on the show? I so say far. I
0: like
4: something. We yeah. handpicked one of the weirder responses, and it was only one. It was just one person was like, maybe this would work, oh. and that was the only. We were like, yeah, they seem, let's try that they one. Seemed they seemed to really know what, seem what they were talking convincing. about. They did seem yeah. very. They were very confident. Uh. In, it does, in their it seems, text message.
0: I think you should. Now you can't take my pickles home. Which spoiler alert, it's pickles. <laughs> you can't take them home, but I'm going to leave them here. Uh, if you want to keep drinking some of the brine, you are welcome to.
4: Yeah, so, so far, my my throat still feels essentially the same. It you don't give helped. up
0: after one yeah, time. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. Like, you need to sit in your office... And just let it sit there, like take yeah. a drink, and maybe I just rest You got to
4: let rest. it soak through your system. Maybe yeah, I just rest today. That's probably a good idea. I probably should sit there and just like drink <laughs> it and yeah. just like sit there. And Dude, not if do you anything. came in for a
0: tour, you're like, what's Isaiah doing? Well, he's resting. What's, yeah. What does he smell like? Pickles. Yes,
4: he's a very sore throat. We're letting him rest <laughs> in his <laughs> office today on on Friday. So yeah, or if you,
0: you go see the doctor. Well,
4: that's always another
0: <laughs> another <laughs> maybe next option. Week. Yeah, you go maybe. to the
4: doctor. Well, I tried pickle juice. I've, I'm exhausted. All my options. We I did this know. thing on my on my show where we just asked people just to like. Can't. I should just try things to yeah. see what would work. The doctor
3: um, says well, if you tell pickle, uh, if you uh, if you tried pickle juice, there's nothing else we can we do. Yeah. Say-
4: that's yeah, what i was gonna tell yeah, you yeah that's
3: what i was gonna recommend so. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh i'd pay a doctor money as a prank to do that <laughs> yes so. uh, well listen and if you have any other uh ideas full of wisdom please text us at 877 radio u and maybe isaiah can try next week
4: yeah so we also uh, touched back on something we we swore at the end of the segment we would never talk about again which is the Wiggles? Yeah.
3: on the air. <laughs> well, I think you swore that. Me, it was what a was million, it, was I think. thing. Uh, cold spaghetti. That one. Cold spaghetti. spaghetti. Cold spaghetti. And you, you know, you wiggle oh around God. like your cold spaghetti. <laughs> and
0: then wait, hot potato, hot potato. Cold spaghetti. Cold spaghetti. Yeah. is
3: it all the same song? Uh, the, oh, it's the same song. Yeah. And then uh, there's Smoshed banana, Smoshed <laughs> banana,
4: because they're Australia. Yeah. Uh, like I was saying, we'll never yeah. talk about it <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> be the final. final I, time. I was looking
0: at the link you sent me, and uh, I was like, "Wow." It might just be the pictures for the press that they show, but like they look really old. Oh no, they've aged a so
3: lot. Oh yeah, yeah, old, they, yeah. Yeah. Hey, they've the been one around guy a while. Looks like
0: to me, uh, Taika Waitiki. Oh, guy. Yeah. the one guy reminds me. Oh, they all me. look
3: the same to you, all people. No, from.
0: <laughs> I think he actually physically looks yeah, like it, uh-huh. <laughs> but they're looking old. Eh? Yeah, they,
3: uh, they. Well, I mean, I think they've actually. Uh, they, I don't think they were popular in the U.S. quite as early, but I think they've been around since the '90s.
0: Probably in Australia. Yeah, makes I think sense. They've
3: been. And uh, they've they've seen a lot, the yeah. wiggles.
0: That makes it seem like they've had a hard life. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> they've had a long life. You don't right? know what it's like
3: out on Making tour as songs. the wiggles. A lot I bet of you that the road, or the, the groupies you get with the wiggles, <laughs> no! that'd be oh my gosh. something <laughs> else. They're the worst. Something else right there. <laughs>
0: I just want to end on that note. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have to give me something else besides that. <laughs> yeah. So,
4: we also talked, to, we ended the segment or ended the show talking a little bit of football. Uh-huh. This is a big football weekend for Jeez. five days so in a row. Of tomorrow's football.
0: the Browns game Tomorrow Saturday? is the
4: Browns game. Okay. Yes. I just,
0: I don't want to watch, but I just like to know when I'm supposed to be paying supporting attention. you guys yeah. Yeah. and paying attention and just like following what's trending. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So, uh-huh. so tomorrow's the Browns game. If we lose yet again, utter sadness. Uh, Is it least, over
0: for them then, or it's not completely over? Options.
4: But it really, really hurts us. Hurts us heavy. Okay, all so, right. That's where we're at now. But yeah, Lord. big weekend in football. There's a lot of college college football, too. A lot of yeah. Please games. help the Browns yeah. to win
0: against the one other bad team. <laughs> the Raiders. I know you love them, too. but
4: <laughs> yeah. No Raiders this weekend. All Brownies.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, now we know.
4: <laughs> uh, cannot
3: wait. Well, uh, let's let's all go out there and have a really fun weekend. What do you say, guys? Sounds good. Yeah. Now, don't forget
0: for this weekend, if you did not watch last night with us, we did our Christmas show. So please take a moment when done with the podcast. It's like an hour long, so plan for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to watch our Christmas party, it's up at Radio U Riot on Facebook and our Radio YoU Riot YouTube channel.
2: We'll check you next time. Have a good weekend. Bye. If you missed out on the next Riot moment when it originally aired, you don't know how lucky you are. You're listening to the worst of the Riot podcast. We've already
3: seen Arby's French fry vodka and not to be outdone. Lays is putting out their vodka.
0: Oh, potato chips! Yeah, all right. That sounds like
3: a joke, doesn't it? It's like,
0: at this point, yeah. Any restaurant or like, uh, you know, food thing, we're not surprised anymore. Yeah, they not all have their all. own
3: vodka. <laughs> they have their own vodka, their own seltzer. But for Lay's, no, it's it's serious that you can get. Uh, Lay's vodka. In fact, you could buy it right now if you wanted to. So, is
0: it flavored like Lay's? So uh, it would have that sort of taste with it, or what? I,
3: you know, I don't know because it's just. Uh, th- I guess because potato- isn't vodka
0: just potato stuff?
3: But vodka is a potato thing. <laughs>
0: yes. Okay. Uh, so, so they're using the same potato, I believe, that they use to make like a Lay's potato chip. Yeah. So it's a distilled from Lay's. Uh, potatoes for a crisp, clean finish, but they, which is not what I get from Lay's potato <laughs> chips. So I
3: don't know where that is. <laughs> no, that's not at all. I get from. a fatty, salty finish. It very
0: greasy? Yeah. Uh, that might be this. Uh, its creation, but uh, still very different. Is this
3: oily? Does this have. <laughs> You know,
0: uh, it has hints of oil.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then
0: you if you drink it, do you wipe your hands on your oh, pants like, with all the grease? No, no. The bottle's greasy. <laughs> you probably
3: do not. It'll slip right out of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> now
0: that's the Lay's that, potato chips what, that we that's know. That's what we
3: know. That's for sure. Now they, uh, you know what? That's actually a, a very wise observation from you that it is not. It is not actually branded as Lay's potato chip vodka, Mm. so uh, they say it is a blend of Portland potato vodka and vodka distilled from Lay's proprietary potatoes, so it's the same potatoes they would... Yeah, it's tongue twister. (laughs) It's the same potatoes that they would use to make their chips, but... It doesn't say anything about actually chips, so it's not like it's uh, It's supposed to remind you of a Lay's chip. Maybe this would pair with a... uh, Theirs was was French fry vodka, so I think they were specifically trying to flavor it in some way, especially with the curly fries. I think
0: they had two versions of their fries. We're just so used to like collabs for... Uh, chips and stuff like to where the taste is like spot on yeah I think if you're getting this this is just the
3: fuck. <laughs> it, it's it's just another it's way of vodka but chips. <laughs> I think uh I think it, I mean I guess you could say this about any business but particularly with when it comes to alcohol with 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 beer and vodka and everything there's just so many brands mm-hmm. you know there's so many options if you go to a liquor store And all these brands, they just need to stick out in some way. So, this is really just probably a clever thing because this is a collab, lays with. A uh, place called Eastside Distilling.
0: Honestly, though, even with the packaging, it yeah. doesn't scream Lay's potato chips you to don't me. Think? Not necessarily. If I went past that, I would not. I would not think. You don't wow, think you'd pick up on it. I would really like a Lay's potato chip. Yeah. I want to drink one. Yeah, I well, wouldn't even think that. Well,
3: I guess either way, it would work. If because I was going to say maybe it would. You would look at it and go, "Oh yeah, some chips would be nice." <laughs> but then you just <laughs> buy the Lay's chips. That's all you do. But still, that's all Lay's needs. They just need you to buy something. It so. works.
0: So they're going to charge forty dollars a. Bottle for this stuff, and it doesn't even taste like potato chips. Yeah, right. So no good.
3: I get that's. I mean, it's not like expensive vodka, but it's also not the cheapest. And I feel like the people that. Uh, maybe this is just me uh, profiling it a little bit, but I feel like the people that would want Lay's chip vodka. Would not want to spend so much, you know uh, they no, they're I, I they're I going for the saying. lower end. Yeah, I agree. Yeah,
0: you're the type where it's like here you get one bottle and a bag of chips Is, for, at the right. same price, and
3: it's uh it's a party and we we're just trying to make it last kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, this will be a fun thing to do.
0: It's it's there. It started for sale yesterday. Um, I still think it'd be amazing if it was greasy. So yeah. somehow I I don't because Lay's potato chips are well, super greasy to you me.
3: Just get your uh, a bag of chips and just dip it right in the vodka. <laughs>
0: You could stir it around no don't try making that at home too like no. we have to be safe about things yeah. and i'm sure something could go wrong there's a chance
3: that that could like explode i think
0: i think it's like safe a
3: chemical reaction
0: if you just stick with the potato chips even that's a roll of the dice yeah with it your kind body. of it is
3: <laughs> oh it, de- it definitely is but you don't want to have too many you have to so, know your limits yeah, with like... the vodka and
2: the chips <laughs> yeah <laughs> you were one of the lucky few who missed the riot when they were live Yet here you are. I also like to live dangerously. This is the worst of the riot podcast. Now, this is—you uh, don't always want
3: to go putting out your private conversations with your uh, with your significant other on the radio. But this one, I had—I cleared with her as soon as she said it. I said, "You know that this ha- <laughs> like you can't just have this go unchecked." What you just said. So she says to me, "She says, you know, I know it's a little crazy, but." I think Little Caesar's crazy bread is one of my top five favorite things ever.
0: Oh, top five? Top five. Crazy bread? Crazy bread. All right. Yeah. Does she does she like other food or like <laughs> what's her other food she enjoys? Uh, well, seemingly normal
3: thing. She actually uh she she just doesn't go for any fast food or anything like that. She well, has I just a refined mean, palate.
0: Little Caesar's sometimes is <clears throat> the the bar. Uh, it's a little lower on oh, that one. Oh, absolutely. I'm not going to say it's all the way on the ground. Yeah. It's not. It's close, yeah. but it's not. So I wasn't sure if she likes that sort of, you know, like it's the thrill of how inexpensive it is Uh,
3: no i don't think that's what it is uh and and i know what's confusing about this is she almost flat out refuses to eat little caesar's pizza
0: but it's the crazy bread she'll
3: eat the crazy bread sometimes i'll suggest i'll say you know we don't have uh you know like we're trying to save some money Uh, i really want some pizza we're in a rush stuff like that so why don't we just stop a little Caesar? Oh no, I wouldn't eat the pizza, but I but the little Caesar's crazy bread. Glad
0: she will. It's a
3: top five favorite, which makes me wonder why don't you just let me order a pizza and you get a crazy bread?
0: Yeah, why would she? I don't know why. Turn her nose up at that. So does she do any dipping sauce with the crazy bread? Uh.
3: She, she, like it comes with that big giant thing of the marinara. Will
0: she dip it?
3: I don't, you know now, I don't know.
0: Because if she does, that is just the pizza. I think that's the sauce you know and the bread. I
3: think <laughs> she does. I think she does like the marinara because I think one time they forgot to give it to me. I was just mad, and she was not pleased. <laughs> she was so I think yeah, I think that's a, that's an important part, but maybe not one hundred percent necessary. It's crazy, bread. it's just dough.
0: Yeah, but. Okay, I will. I will stand with her that sometimes breadsticks are way better than even getting the pizza. Yeah, absolutely. Fair We're enough. Just concerned about the quality of that, the one she's fighting about, and she's ta- <laughs> saying top five
3: favorite thing ever. You know, we the all top five favorite food. Little Caesars crazy bread.
0: Well, does anybody else have any? Um, <laughs> Uh, quirky food. Guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. I don't even know if that falls under that category. Yeah. It's, it's just things that are, like, if you'd be embarrassed telling other people about how much you love it.
3: Yeah, I think it was just uh, a sign, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, her signaling without saying why don't you go get me some crazy bread? It was a signal of I think you should get me some crazy bread. Yeah, this so, weekend you're going to need to. Yeah, I think uh, on my way home from work today I'm going to have to stop. There's one very close to our house, so don't, it won't be out of the way.
0: Don't forget the marinara. Uh-huh. But don't oh, you dare yeah. get the pizza. No,
3: not for her anyways. <laughs> no, not at all. But you know if I get a whole pizza, I'm not good. she's what? She's going to want it. A... No, nah, I don't know. She really doesn't like the. Little Caesars Pizza. It's so. just a crazy bread. It's just a crazy bread.
0: Body has any um, of their foods that uh, fall under the crazy bread category, yeah. you're welcome to text at 8772-RADIO-U and tell us what's yours. Yeah,
3: we'll, we'll uh, also be appropriately aghast at, at whatever, whatever you, you say. say.
2: <laughs> Store at room temperature? Now that they can do. The Riot Radio U.
3: Good morning,
4: Isaiah. Good morning, everybody. How are you feeling? I'm a little tired, but uh, I would say I'm not as tired as I, like, should be because I stayed up way too late last night, yeah. so I for, like, four hours. But I should be a lot more tired. Woke up this morning not feeling too terrible. Oh, not so, bad. My, the only thing that is still so bothering my throat still hurts. Well. Aww. Just the left side. Still. It's uh,
3: convenient that you bring that up because Nikki has brought in a little remedy for you. Well,
0: we had a listener yesterday we talked about. We think that Isaiah has, like, a tonsil thing because one side of his throat is uh, scratchy and hurting. Yeah. And not like the COVID scratchy thing, but yeah. like there's something that just pain, just probably wrong with that side. You've had it for a while, and basically everything online says antibiotics. Yeah. We don't work that way.
4: No. <laughs> We're more home so remedy type. There was,
3: what was there one person that texted in and said, pickle brine has antibiotic uh, what do you call it? Like, like pro- Properties? Well,
0: the brine can kill bacteria. Uh-huh. So said about you know eating some pickles and kind of just letting the brine swish around like gurgling with it. I
4: can feel like the acid in my throat like oh, building up oh, yeah. as I speak like my gag reflex is starting to tense up. But
0: what if it helps instead of you going to the doctor which doesn't seem Seem to be the answer
4: that we're doing. I'm not going to the not going to the doctor. Number one. Number two is this would be one thing if like we had a lot of of people texting. Like Hudson said, we just had one person text in. It was I think it was Ray, and Ray was like, "Oh yeah, drink pickle (laughs) juice or eat eat pickles." It wasn't like a multitude of people. Well, one feels right. I don't know. Yeah.
3: Randy seems you to Googling know what he's
4: talking it? about. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm ready to take that on. Because I've never had, actually, I've never drank pickle juice, number one. But number- you've
0: had a pickle and it's the same. It's acc- just
4: vinegar. Yeah, I've, I've accidentally eaten a pickle a time or two. Never out of choice, I would say, unless it was fried.
0: Well, pickle brine is kind of like supposed to be good for you. Like people, like uh, athletes and stuff, in for like if you're in keto, uh, if you instead of like having Gatorade, you need to replenish like your sodium and all yeah. that stuff. yeah. You go straight for the brine. Some people so it's do a that. Very good yeah, thing for you. And
3: someone in the Jersey Shore would drink it too. So it's a good <laughs> endorsement.
0: My
4: question is like, when you
3: say brine, what do you mean? That's just like the liquid. It just means like you soak it in it. Yeah. Okay,
4: so it's just the like the
3: pickle juice. I mean, there's yeah. lots of different brines it's out there. It's what
0: makes the cucumbers pickles. Okay. You know what they call
3: uh, the ocean. What the, do you call the it? The salty brine. Yeah. Oh, yay, because yeah. Because yeah. if you're like a pirate or whatever, you just get out there, you're in your boat, and your boat's just soaking in the brine. Now listen, got
0: it. Pickle juice can help with your gut bacteria. It's got probiotics, it's beneficial to your overall health. So I absolutely believe maybe it'll help. Possibly your tonsil. Thing. It's just so
4: weird that it didn't mention that. <laughs> Oddly enough, in your in your diagnosis, like, it can help your stomach. It's it can really help your kneecaps yeah. and your elbows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oddly enough, not your throat. <laughs>
0: Why well, haven't gotten there yet? I'll find someone oh, yeah. On yeah. On who says that. I,
4: There's sure definitely a blog. On, out yeah, there on somewhere. Reddit, I'm sure it says it somewhere. So, should I try? I want like, do I just eat a pickle? Yeah, I think you you're can supposed eat to eat a
0: couple and then maybe drink the pickle brine and just go like, blah, 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 just gurgle it. <laughs> what? That <laughs> yeah. seems like a lot to ask. Well,
4: I don't even do eat pickles wanna, as is. Do
0: you want to feel better?
4: I do want to feel better so badly. It doesn't what feel are you like willing you do? To do. No, I I I will. That's what I You never and you're realize. You're not at the bottom yet. Where well, you are really? No, I'm definitely going to I'm definitely going to try it. For you're, sure. Yeah. Okay,
0: we'll go get a cup and uh-huh. we'll pour you a
4: little a little sippy sip. It's going to be terrible, but I'm going to do it because you never know like how nice it is just feeling just average. Without yeah, having the pain until you really feel bad. It's not that I feel bad, my throat just hurts. Oh, you can so hear badly. it too
0: right there. I'll grab yeah. a fork and a little cup. Up and we'll uh-huh. get you something. Yeah. Oh,
3: great. We'll be, uh, we'll be right back Coming with Isaiah.
0: Come on up Isaiah. to the bar. Let, yeah, me, get, let me get you a nice drink.
2: <laughs> Tell us <laughs> about your problems. <laughs> the riot promise is that they'll always have an opinion on everything they talk about. But that doesn't mean any of their opinions will make sense. This is The Riot on Radio U.
0: Breathe deep, guys. Do you uh, smell the pickle juice? Oh, healing
3: it. properties. <laughs> I can smell smelling through my body, and I won't touch the stuff. I so. bet
0: you, like, in the old time days, it was like, oh yeah, you had a burn or you had a, a wound yeah. or you had something. They're like, just put brine on it. it. was yeah, just squeeze a
4: little pickle on it. Make it you was either better.
3: leeches or brine. That's pickle brine. Which other. one do you want? Well, and again, a lot of people chose the pickle brine. We
0: are trying to heal um, Isaiah's tonsil problem. We think it's not even diagnosed. Undiagnosed
4: Tonsil issue.
0: I think you'll be fine. And so, everybody in that meeting, one and a few people online said uh, brine juice from pickles will help.
3: Yeah. Why don't you just uh, brine yourself? See,
4: I've already made like a grave mistake. And I realized that as I sat down, but there was so little time left. I have nothing to like chase it with. Uh So, like if if it tastes bad. It is the chase. No, but it's (laughs) not the chase. I need like, if I'm going to like eat this, I know more than likely i'm not going to like it yeah you're not going yeah. to say that. oh you can't Except say but that wait, i will
0: tell you if you like pickles this is these grillos pickles they're fresh they're really good like they they taste everybody's like wow these taste like they were just made and I'm not sure how long they've been. How could you tell been.
3: with with pickles? That sounds bad.
0: No, but it's like a crunchy, like fresher taste. Oh, okay. It's really, really good. Uh, I, and so the brine's good too. It's I, got a lot of dill.
3: I think there's a chance you'll like it. You think so? Yeah.
0: I like fried pickles. You Does like fried it Resemble pickles. that at all? Yeah. No. no, no. Okay. You, you might like it. So should I eat a pickle Lots or should I drink do the juice? Like, what? Like, I mean, how should I do it? Why do you eat two pickles or three? Oh. I forget how many I put in there. <laughs> You know, three this is your pickles. health, Isaiah. Could you take control over your if health? If I okay.
4: eat three pickles, everyone should be shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would, if I get through this one... That'll be a major win for... And I'm, I, I'm just nervous sitting on the water in now, here. Try That's to, not really try to eat
0: the pickle and let it, like, slide Resonates. down the left side of your throat <laughs> where you're not feeling good because you have a sore throat over there.
4: Oh, no. I'm right. so nervous.
0: if there's a real doctor <laughs> listening... Every
4: doctor listening is like, I don't know what they're doing to him, but this... This is not accurate information. <laughs>
0: it's just a pickle. It's just brine. It's not going to hurt you. All right, eat your pickle. Go ahead and tell me: Are they? They're good pickles. They're actually very good pickles. You're not throwing up yet.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I think you like it. It actually tastes kind of yeah. good. Yeah. It's
0: a really good it actually oh, yeah. is pretty good. Thank like you. That.
3: Thank yes. you. Does was, your uh, does your tonsil feel better? I feel I'm better already. Yeah. Actually,
0: these I pickles, can speak again. These are really good. If you just take them and I I put just sriracha all over them and uh, you just eat them with that, they're super good. Yes, yeah, shockingly,
4: got me to eat another. You're gonna have another one. Look at this, Hudson.
0: A miracle has happened yeah. here today. I feel wow. like
3: we're we're the parents that finally.
0: Yeah, we got him to eat it. <laughs>
3: encouraged our
0: son. Largest said, "Good morning, pickle brine for sore throat." Sounds plausible.
4: Oh my gosh, this is not accurate at all. After all,
0: hot sounds water plausible. with salt is used for gargling to help with sore throats. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thanks for listening. Pickle brine sounds so, plausible. Yeah, for help. so now I'll drink a little of the brine. Yep. and... I don't know if I'm ready for that step. Uh, Well, you gotta just jump into it again. I mean, why would it taste
3: bad? You just liked the pickle.
0: Well, I mean, it is a lot, but
4: (laughs) no, not not. (laughs) It doesn't taste bad. It's just an aggressive flavor. That's (laughs)
0: the garlic (laughs) and the dill. And the dill. It's like so. Like,
4: uh, is it like vinegary? I don't know. It's 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 mostly vinegar. Yeah, (laughs) it's a very vinegary. Then that's what it uh, tastes like.
0: You just keep drinking that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that everyone
4: should be very impressed. Yay. I, I ate two pickles I, and I drank a little bit of whatever that is, brine. Mm-hmm. I drank some brine. Will I you stress in with us when you start to feel
3: better. How surprised I am that you ate not just one but two pickles.
4: It was pretty good. Shockingly good. I had I, such low expectations. Then when I ate it, I was like, "This kind of is like fried pickles."
3: I hope there was somebody out there uh, taking bets on that. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, you know, like that had posted odds the because line somebody would have made it crazy. <laughs> oh yeah.
4: If the, you bet on me liking it, that was you made big money. Yeah, you made that's out. right. You can retire on that.
0: <laughs> well, I can leave these in the fridge, too, if you just want to have some pickles and you don't want to, you have to go get your own. But keep drinking it and then less so if you start to feel If better. this
4: works, I mean, I, yet again, odds against this heavily. <laughs> I, we have had one person text in and say, what this will help me. It's plausible. What do you well, mean? Yeah, it might <laughs> make sense. This.
0: You guys text 8772 radio You for all your other, you just thought up ideas that could maybe help his tonsils. Yeah.
4: They're going <laughs> to well, be like, works. you should try this. This might work and people are going to text in just crazy things for me to try. Or just
3: vegetables. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Like, maybe you should try cauliflower next. That might help your throat. Here's an idea.
3: Isaiah, maybe you would feel healthier if you ate healthier. (laughs) The Riot Podcast.
2: Radio View
3: people have been doing
0: well they want to help isaiah they're worried yeah i am too
4: (laughs) this has gone on for too long
0: so isaiah has had a sore throat mostly like in his tonsil on like one side of it one tonsil side uh the left i don't know if that makes a difference yes (laughs) and so uh that he doesn't want to see the doctor (laughs) And his mom hasn't he did made did go to the doctor yet. once
4: already, I did. too. So. Remember when I, I got tested for strep throat a long time ago, yeah. and I didn't have it. So
0: your tonsil's been hurting since then, and yeah. you haven't done any follow-up? Well, I, w- I went
4: the first time, and then they told me, essentially, just suck it up. And so then I was like, <laughs> all righty then. And you took antibiotics. And I took whatever they gave me. They gave me that nice gargle, yeah. which I still have. And I am using yet again, but yeah, I like went away for a while, and then now it's made the return, which mm. is just so darn disappointing. And the gargoyle garg- isn't. Into... What do you? Wait, whoa. <laughs> That sounds kind of Well, why wouldn't the doctor say that the first time? Yeah, exactly. But they looked at it the first time. She kind of blew me off. Hey,
0: did you go to your doctor, or where did you go?
4: Oh, I went to CVS. Okay. (laughs) And she, like, blew me off. She was like, well, you know, it looks like you're fine. And I was like, oh, yeah, I am probably fine. You're supposed to
0: go to your doctor. (laughs) See,
4: I I went to a doctor, and she... She, she a doctor? Told me, was she like
3: a practitioner? I'm not sure or... her label. <laughs> Did she but have a coat she on?
4: had she had a little like um little, uh, little stethoscope, stethoscope yeah, yeah. A microscope, and like a badge, a name badge. Yeah, she had. She a was wearing coat? like a white gown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So she looked very professional. <laughs> oh Sounds gosh. like a doctor to me. Yeah, uh, you
0: know you can buy those gowns anywhere. So <laughs> yes. Hey, <laughs> she
4: had a little thing. She looked down my throat. And she was like, "Well, that's not strep. Aww. And I was like, "Well, what is it then?" She was like, "Looks like you have a sore throat." <laughs> I was like, "Well, I mean." Yes, I do. I was hoping you might tell me there's a little bit more there.
0: Well, Isaiah's tried uh, pickle brine juice, so like the the brines and pickles is supposed to like help with the inflammation. So everybody had a few other ideas for you. Okay, uh, Josh said you know go to cocktail called a hot toddy. A hot now, toddy. I've heard about this. Be me too. aware. Be aware, because I used to live on those for a while. No whiskey. Take the whiskey out, because <laughs> you don't want another issue. Oh, that's <laughs> what,
3: that's what has the healing properties,
4: right? Yeah, here. I don't think so. <laughs> properties. That's the old
0: timey part. Put yes. in Pickle brine
4: juice instead. Oh, yeah, my right. Instead of
0: that. But instead, it's just like lemon and honey and water all heated up.
4: So like a, like a hot hot tea? Yeah, basically. Okay. Or like if okay. you go to
0: Starbucks, they'd have this thing called a medicine ball. So it's kind of like that. A medicine Which ball. Which definitely
3: sounds like a, a shot. Well, it <laughs> sounds as official yeah. as yeah. the
0: doctor you went to. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Ashley says, for Isaiah, usually when your throat hurts, it's inflamed. So maybe cold things and like an ibuprofen can help feel better. Ooh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Until you get to a doctor, uh, Ashley <laughs> says. Hope so. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. You're Good suggestion. Expect- Good suggestion. Good suggestion. I'll leave you with Keith. A radio personality with a throat issue is like a racehorse with a broken leg. Literally. If the pickle juice doesn't fix him, <laughs> might as well just take him out back and shoot him. Oh, oh my oh. gosh. Listen here, okay? <laughs>
4: You're out. <laughs> I am powering through every morning to be entertaining <laughs> with this terrible throat issue. I talk all day long and everyone should be very grateful that I'm even In here right now.
0: Wait, what did Emily just say? I definitely don't recommend it, but you can buy a tub of fish amoxicillin at a best.
5: What? (laughs) Is that
0: amoxicillin? Is it the same name? Moxie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, what? (laughs) I love that so much. Any more I suggestions?
4: Actually, uh, I no, feel I've like we've gotten some, some almost, interesting ones. If
0: you're not going to the doctor, but you need an antibiotic, she's saying it's there. Yeah. <laughs> that's the
4: way to go, I guess. Actually, I think
3: almost any uh, any medication you need, you can just get it for pets and then just take it yourself.
0: You probably can. <laughs> There's
3: definitely, it's a lot easier to obtain. I've definitely heard that. Or
0: so. you could just go to your doctor. You could do that. See, but it's like, it's like a Friday. <laughs> You in? Well, it's so oh, they're not they're
4: gonna let me close in. At like two o'clock. Yeah, I'm like there's no way I'm getting an appointment today. Yeah. and I'm. Everyone knows we're not going on a Saturday or okay, Sunday. Right. So by the last... time Monday rolls around, maybe I'll just feel better.
0: Here's one last question. Yeah, because it's only been a few months. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. Here's one last question. Do you have your own doctor?
4: But yes, of course. Do you? Yes. What's this his, first, what's his do name? I, I, should, should I enclose my doctor over the air? No, I don't know. You do know. not have to. But <laughs> it, is a, it sure. is a family
0: doctor. Is it your pediatrician? What? He- <laughs> no,
4: never. Could it be? Okay. Maybe.
0: When still see doctor? Listen, I
4: can tell you. The last time I saw him was probably. This is not an exaggeration. Probably seven years ago. Then he's not so, your so, Yes, he's yes, still is- my doctor. <laughs> Because if you asked me, I would I have a name. I would say this is my he doctor. He probably is
3: retired by now. He could be.
4: He very well could be. We haven't we haven't caught up in a while. He hasn't uh, hasn't know, given me the checkup in a long time. He so. would not
3: recognize
4: you if he of like no today. No chance. Zero percent chance.
0: <laughs> if you haven't been to your doctor in seven years, you know they closed your account. By yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. They're like he's now. He's never coming back. They he's deleted
4: be
3: going somewhere in else. your file. Uh, you are yes. no longer on record.
0: All right. Well, this has been fun. I I don't know what'll help. <laughs> He just has to go find a doctor. No now. helping Isaiah. Aww. I'm I think just, there's
4: help. I think that just the old fashioned way my body would just yeah. cure it
2: itself yeah, it's doing after good. like six months. Yeah, the old fashioned yeah. way, you know? <laughs> You'll get there. Everything you love about the riot, plus a handy dandy fast forward option. This is the worst of the riot podcast. You know what?
3: Uh, is a week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Christmas.
3: Christmas day. is exactly right. You passed the test.
0: Woo! For me, I was like one, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> How many days? What What day are we going to? Yeah,
3: I, I'm <laughs> I'm counting them down here, and something I don't know if anybody else has done this, but something I found myself doing is uh, at least since last week, if not earlier, counting down the days till Christmas, which is exciting but i'm also but every time i think of like oh man we're we're 8 days or 7 days till christmas and then i think that means we're 8 days till after christmas oh. and it so bums me out Aww. you know to think about sometimes even for me later on the day of christmas you get into the afternoon and it's like, man, this actually like Christmas is gone. It's over. It's well, just it back has, to everything normal now.
0: It has so much lead up. Yeah. And then the lead up is so stressful. But then also the lead up is supposed to be like so perfect. It's so and yeah. You see, hopeful, finally see exciting. your family yep. and have this magical perfect Christmas day. And then when it's over, you're just like, okay.
3: Yeah. And then <laughs> it's just gone in a flash. And I always think it's so crazy how uh like Every almost everything Christmas just like it's it's like it never happened on December 26th. All the stuff is out of the stores except for like the dirty, all messed up clearance section, and all the music goes away pretty much everywhere. Uh, and man, don't even get me started once you get to like January 3rd. That's like the worst day of the year, isn't it? That is so, uh, man, it's just tough because there's Christmas, there's so much hope leading up, and then so quickly the hope just gets uh, all the hope and excitement just gets taken away. Wouldn't it be great if there was like a way to have hope through your life where it's not just going to get taken away? Because, you know, it's not just with Christmas. Sometimes it's not so abrupt, but a lot of stuff we hope for, too. Uh, We we hope and we hope and we hope and we get excited. And then eventually, like whatever we're waiting for comes along and then uh, it all it all goes away. But the great news is there is a way to get hope every single day that never that never gets yanked away from you. And that's a relationship with God, because Jesus, when he's with you every single day, he's giving you hope to get through the day to say, hey, I'm going to guide you through this day. I'm going to take care of you. I've got good stuff for you. I love you. And I want to I want to get you through today and I want to get you to the good stuff today and the good stuff that's in the future, too. And, uh, you know, it's not just stringing you along. God will give you good stuff. Jesus loves you and he is going to help you out. And so if you don't want on December 26th to wake up and be like, it's all is it's the worst (laughs) it's over uh what am i supposed to do you don't have to uh god is going to give you that hope that you need and all you need to do is ask say hey god uh, i really need some hope in my life Uh, i really i want it i don't want it to disappear when christmas is over i want to still have stuff to look forward to still stuff to to get me through every single day uh even after the holidays are done and he will absolutely do that for you
2: the worst podcast with the best listeners this is the worst of the riot podcast uh
3: so Isaiah or Nikki, either of you, did you uh do you remember the wiggles from growing up?
0: The wiggles? Oh, yeah. Did you like the wiggles? Yeah, I, I used
4: to watch the wiggles. You yes. love the wiggles? Yes, I love the wiggles. What was your
3: favorite Wiggles song? I have no idea. You don't? I watched this
4: when I was like four years old. I haven't yeah? seen
3: It, in it didn't in stick with you. Years, They're very no. catchy, some of them. He do, hasn't... Uh, do you have a favorite? Uh I sure
0: do. <laughs> no, you don't. I do did too. Not. I guarantee
3: you I do. Okay, I can what, sing. what is it? What, what is it?
0: What was your favorite
3: wiggle? Uh oh, I don't know the names of the wiggles. Did they I don't, have like I don't know the characters. With them? Well, yeah, they had colors. Yeah, they do have colors. Uh, I don't know that much. To be truthful with you, I wasn't the biggest Wiggle fan. <gasps> uh, I had aged out of the Wiggle demographic a little bit. Too but... smart, too good for them. Yeah, yeah I right. was too good for them. Too too I, I moved on to like SpongeBob already <laughs> oh. by the time the Wiggles came around. But no, my uh, I did have younger siblings that did listen to a lot of Wiggles. So I retained some of the Wiggles songs. So uh, you know, like hot potato, hot potato, hot <laughs> potato, hot Aww, potato. It's like
0: we're at a concert. They're not very
3: hard to re- memorize because they, uh, you know, they're not Different very complex. Children. Yeah, uh, but were uh, they
0: uh, were they Australian?
3: I the think, Wiggles. Yeah, I think they, they are. They were
0: something something like that. Okay. Yeah,
3: they are Australian, I believe. So the Wiggles. Now the Wiggles are—they're uh, trying to branch out to uh, a bigger audience. They're back, so, not just for children. They can be for adults too, can't they?
0: I guess. What do we need to learn from them?
3: Uh, well, I don't know what, how much they're going to be teaching you, but the Wiggles have uh, a new album coming out, March eleventh, twenty twenty-one. It's called Rewiggled. Oh no, oh, that's and catchy. That's good. <laughs> oh no, I don't like came up with that. That's Rewiggled good. features. Yeah, is, it's a double album. Half of the album is current artists covering songs by The Wiggles. Yeah, so maybe they'll invite me to be a part of it to sing "Hot Potato." Well, uh, you're on the list. Yeah, uh, but they also they also the other half of the album is them covering pop uh, like classic songs. So they're doing "Bohemian Rhapsody" by Queen. Oh no! "Umbrella" by oh, Rihanna. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> wait what was the thing when the kids would sing the songs of like the current kids bop that sort of thing. Kids oh, bop this has got to be wiggles. way better than kids bop it's just wiggles I
4: don't 100%. know I literally don't know I don't know if it's even better no, oh, no it wiggles. definitely is you can uh, preview it now
3: if you want they've got uh, the preview of Bohemian Rhapsody is available so if you want to check that out, it's Thunderstruck you know on here, yeah.
0: I want to tell you, it's like when on Netflix you click on one thing that you didn't mean to, and yeah. then your suggestions are just wrecked. Yeah, for in the future, mm-hmm. the second on Spotify you're clicking on the Wiggles, yeah. all your stuff's gonna be messed up. All right. Oh my
4: gosh, <laughs> yeah. Some of these are, are pretty pretty wild.
0: I think some of them must be Australian groups because the yeah. ones of like current bands, I don't know any of them. I
3: literally do not know a single popular, or you know, like popular. Or current artist so I don't think that is covering here. them uh, that that I've ever heard of. But, did someone
0: uh, do the Hot Potato song?
3: Yeah. yes, yes, they did. That Who's doing that? Uh, DZ Deathrays. Oh, no. <laughs> potato. They, well, he, guess- she, whatever they. I don't know anything about DZ Death Rays. Is it one person? Is it a group? they're covering hot potatoes I'm sure of it
0: well now you can't do that one but maybe if you remember another Wiggles thing I'll
3: I'll just put out my own cover it's fine I just need to be associated with them in any way
0: hot potato hot Hot potato potato.
3: and then another versus cold and and you have to do the dance with it cold (laughs) spaghetti cold spaghetti (laughs) oh my gosh
0: How recent?
4: How recent have you have you heard this? Uh, like fifteen oh, no.
0: years ago, probably. I don't, I don't know. know. Isaiah, he remembers everything. I like, do. He
4: absolutely remembers everything. It's a little bit odd. It just seems like that's so. Like for me, I could not name a song, a verse, and what they even looked like. But now that I see them, I'm like, okay, I do kind of remember. You do you remember the? Yeah, I do yeah. Them.
3: There's so, there's the song. The, one of their popular ones is the big red car. It's like beep beep something <laughs> something
4: big red car. You, you remember that? No. Say, yeah, like, do I. I don't remember it at not all Not like you do I don't think I remember anything from the show I, Oh or the I remember shows. the
0: apples and bananas one You do? How does that go? A e, e, apples and banana. Oh, yeah, I liked it. yeah right. that. Yeah, you're right. I, I didn't that even one, remember then. that
3: one. Yep, yep. You're totally right. Okay. Totally right.
0: I can't sing any. Is that again. a Wiggles
3: original? Did I don't, they come I up don't with know that? if
4: that's a Wiggles original. Yeah, if yeah. it is, it, kind of, it caught on.
3: I think it is on the. Uh, <laughs> it's on the album. I'm looking at the rest of the songs that are you know Wiggles songs originally, and I. To be fair, I don't remember any of the rest. No. Neither. The fruit salad song. What's
4: that oh one? no, fruit
3: salad. <laughs> Yummy, yummy. yummy. I remember that one. I remember that one.
4: Unfortunately. (laughs) End the segment. End the segment.
0: You get stuck in your brain. I'm very
3: excited. March 11th, everyone. Yeah, that's...
0: It's going to be great. I'll let you get... You just download that one. Pre-wiggled. Pre-save,
4: pre-order, shop.radiou.com. I hope hope this is the last time we talk about the wiggles on the show. Forever. Forever.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hudson sees the glass is half empty. But get this. He thinks a glass half empty... Is good. The Riot Radio
3: U. Uh, So, Nikki, I always love learning about Guy Fieri. Yeah. He is. He's his own man. He is. You know, he has his own way of living life. He's got his own hairstyle, his own... (laughs) His own way of dressing, his own fashion
0: sense. Sure, He's
3: just, uh, he's a different kind of person.
0: Honestly, I feel like, okay, so we look at maybe other celebrities Mm -hmm. and they're all like to us, maybe more put together, more, more modern, more like, uh, just like, I don't know, just something else. Yeah. And then you find out very disappointing things about them. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. There's a lot of those. And then you look at Guy Fieri and everybody used to make fun of him, Mm -hmm. but he's like like, he's really the nicest guy. Yeah. And he raises a lot of money for people and he does a lot of good things. So, I maybe didn't like Guy Fieri as much uh-huh. a few years ago, but I've totally changed my mind yeah. about him. He's, you, he seems like a really good guy. But do you
3: like watching his shows or no?
0: Uh, My parents would watch. Yeah. Oh, the diners yeah, right? one Like the drive-in places. Yeah. They used to watch Man, that. Man, how
3: can you not? It's just one of those things. You put that on, and who's going to be upset sure. that you're watching diners, drive-ins, and dives? Well, uh, You know, you might see Guy Fieri and think that he has a certain way of eating, especially if you watch Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. You're probably thinking, this guy just eats grease all day long, (laughs) barbecue, burgers, deep fried pizza, but he just did a recent interview with GQ, uh, uh, part of their Real Diet series, if you want to go find it, where he describes how he actually eats.
0: When he's not filming? Yeah,
3: when he's not on on camera, and it turns out it's uh, actually a lot healthier. Than you might have come to expect. I
0: think it has to be in order yeah. to be able to live through filming.
3: That's true. <laughs> well, and and when you get so much of that food, uh, you know, routinely for free, and you know, like on the show, when you're forced to eat it, yeah, maybe that takes a little of the fun out of it. Uh, when you just have to, when you're just trying to find something to eat for yourself?
0: There used to be another show a few years ago, oh gosh, what was it, where the guy would go to a place and eat their food competition thing. Oh,
3: what was it? Uh, man versus Food, that right? That
0: one. Like, he yep. he's always been pretty uh, transparent where that that almost did him in. Yeah. And then finally It kind of ruins you. Towards the end of the show he wasn't eating the food competitions <laughs> anymore. Like, they kind of changed their format. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if they travel around and do these shows, they can't eat like that all the time yeah but so he, what does he like to eat then
3: he says that he's a big salad fan so he eats a lot of salad he really likes sushi and he loves uh he says all kinds of asian food particularly thai food mm-hmm. is what he will go to and he says then when he's not filming he cooks at home as much as he can he doesn't want
0: to and eat out and sometimes
3: he'll cook like way like just a, a a bunch of different stuff and then i guess maybe they just eat off of leftovers that's not
0: fair cuz he just can't
3: make up his mind
0: he can cook
3: yeah right it's well, too hard for us. it is you wonder about it though because he he owns restaurants he's, he's a, a chef. professional chef uh but you wonder sometimes if people if like uh you like to leave work at work you know my dad worked at a greenhouse he didn't like to come home and do gardening and oh, landscaping. Sure. So why, does co- in, guy get all of his cooking out during the day. It's
0: why when you're in radio sometimes you go home to silence. Yes, exactly. <laughs> people people radio. meet
3: you in real life you're like why are you so quiet? Mm-hmm. Because this is my chance to be
0: quiet. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, he says uh he he does not do that. He he does a lot of cooking at home and with his uh his two sons, one of his sons does eat the way that you would expect uh Guy to eat where he thinks pizza. He says he thinks pizza is a food group.
0: Well, good guy says, yeah.
3: So who knew? Even even Guy Fieri's healthier than you expect, I guess. uh, To. Not that he has the greatest physique, but if he was truly eating the <laughs> all the barbecue I, and deep fried pizza that we expect, sure, he probably would uh, would look a little worse.
0: It seems like he likes the baggy shirt style. Yeah, <laughs> so right. He's he just probably he's hiding, hiding something. He's hiding, hiding a little everything. bit. Yeah. I'm sure he's perfectly fit. Uh,
3: one more <laughs> thing about uh about Guy Fieri you didn't know. If you're looking
2: for hot takes on the day's most important news stories, uh, you're in the wrong place. You're listening to the riot on Radio U.
3: Uh, we've got football. It's a it's a massive weekend for football. Is it? It's so huge. I, uh I think huge.
0: You, <laughs> somehow I feel like Hudson's Tone is telling me something different. No,
3: it's a huge, potentially large uh weekend of football in mostly the NFL, though. But you're everybody's a college,
0: sick. Yeah.
3: Yes, there's a, a pox hanging over the, over overhanging the games for this weekend, yeah. which I, I wanted to ask uh, Isaiah particularly, what do you think the odds with so many players testing positive, players, coaches, everybody testing positive for uh, COVID-19 and having to sit out games this weekend, what do you think the odds are between now and the rest of the season that any NFL game gets canceled or postponed or anything like that?
4: In my opinion, unless next week goes terribly, terribly wrong with COVID, like as in week, like this
3: Sunday and Saturday,
4: yeah, unless like a Monday comes out after these games and there's a ton more people who test positive, which uh-huh. could happen, very, very well could happen. I just don't see them them doing it. If yeah. they're not gonna do it tomorrow, for. For the Browns game, we are right. like twenty three guys. We pretty much don't have a quarterback. <laughs> but do you think that I don't think they will?
0: Do you think that people are just a bit more understanding? Like, hey, give your team a break if yeah. everybody's yeah. off the team for I, this weekend.
3: I think uh, definitely Isaiah seems to have that attitude for the Browns. Yeah, where I it's think a built-in excuse if they miss the playoffs. So it's like, hey, what were we supposed to do? We're missing half our team. Hey, yeah.
0: Big players are all gone. Yeah,
3: sadness. I feel that uh, for my team, the Green Bay Packers, they have an advantage now over the rest of the league, as these they already had
0: they already had an
3: outbreak fairly recently, and and on top of that, uh, at least for this week, I guess it's an advantage. They're the smallest market, the smallest uh, town in all of professional sports. So while you're uh, in Cleveland or Baltimore or New York City or L.A. where people are constantly coming and going, you know, Mm -hmm. the people that you may come in contact with may have come in contact with somebody else, may have come in contact with somebody else who could have gotten the virus. And this thing spreads like wildfire. Whereas in Green Bay. Do they even have an airport, like you know, like I can't be sure they are not getting people coming in and out from out of town to it's Green Bay contained. doing international travel or anything. So they're they're pretty isolated at least for this week. As of course they interact with other NFL players as possible, but uh, this week, man, they're they're safe and sound. They're
0: safe at home. Yep, and okay. uh, I think.
3: Uh, I think the Packers, they stand to a benefit.
0: Didn't Green Bay say once, like, even for home games, they're required to kind of stay in hotels and kind of stay together? yeah, they just yeah. of just stay yeah, away that from is people. The, uh,
3: that is the unvaccinated protocol, I do believe. So, yeah, they, uh, they, they're they pretty isolated there. But now I think uh, the odds of any game, again, Isaiah's totally right. If they were going to cancel or postpone any games, this weekend would be the weekend because the Browns and the Rams both, particularly, have basically like half their teams out. Mm-hmm. So if the NFL wanted to do a game it would be this weekend and they're they're not only are they not canceling the games they're relaxing some of the testing to get players but You know, like making it easier for players to get back in the game, which means they don't want to. They yeah. They under no circumstances want to have to postpone anything.
0: Aww.
3: So uh, that means. Sadness yeah. for me.
0: If you think, though, that's what's good is maybe you're the player that never got to play. <laughs>
2: yeah. <now> this weekend <laughs> We're going to see what you got. Yep. Yeah.
4: Let's see what you got. That's get ready, ready, Nick to bring, Mullins.
0: To bring in like the third or fourth or fifth option for uh-huh. a position.
3: Or if you're a coach who never got to coach this right. weekend, also your chance. So. Uh, With all that said, what are we looking forward to this weekend? Because there's some really big games. Uh, Of course, tomorrow the Browns do play the Raiders. For Isaiah, with, uh, with the Browns missing so much of their team. Fortunately, they're going up, as we've mentioned, against a team that just sucks. So they still have a chance. We still have uh, an opportunity to win, even, possibly.
0: Even with all their players at 100% yeah. health. Uh, yes.
3: Then you have a, bit, a very big game. The Patriots against the Colts is tomorrow night. So that's a big one right there. The Patriots could have a real shot at, uh, well, sticking at that number 1 spot in the AFC. Of course, the Packers and Ravens. Uh, is going to be a big one. And then you get Saints-Buccaneers for Sunday night. So, I mean, almost every game has playoff implications this weekend. And even the one that doesn't, Jaguars and Texans, you get to see how the Jaguars do without Urban Meyer. So. I'm
0: most curious about that one.
3: Yeah, we and you've got... T- really football starts today with the college football bowl games. You got three full day, four, because you got Monday, Monday night football. Four days of, four football. Days of football. Four days of football. I mean, five we had last night. It's all football <laughs> yes. all the time. It
0: never ends. It never
3: ends, <laughs> and that's just the way we like it, baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's enough of that. For more Riot content, head to riot.radiou.com Stop! Oh.
7: Inizio della parte 2, della puntata che era quella parte 1 e ora è puntata 2 Puntata sì, 2 perché due. in
6: realtà voleva essere una puntata 1 No, è impossibile unica, ragazzi non, È impossibile Sfarsare impossibile. tutti i Metal Gear in una puntata è stata una cosa che è stata no. troppo anche per noi Questa saga è troppo Boku Esatto, è quindi andiamo subito con la sigla Maledetti Giochi
7: ed eccoci parte 2, amici ma siamo sempre noi sempre noi chi no, noi G- Gabriele io sono Marco e io sempre Emanuele sempre, sei sempre tu che fai Emanuele sì e
6: vabbè. tu sei sempre Gabriele sì vabbè magari la prossima, prossima stagione ci invertiamo. ci cambiamo io, io facevo
8: Marco anche prima però non l'ha notato nessuno eh, ad ogni <ride> che modo sciocco. Ad ogni modo, ci eravamo lasciati eh, con, eh, con appunto Peace Walker. Ovviamente, ricordiamo i nostri ascoltatori, se si fossero sintonizzati solo adesso, eh, che eh, la prima parte la, di, di questo di questa viaggio, di questa epopea, eh, eh, noi abbiamo iniziato a parlare di Metal Gear Solid. L'ultima volta, appunto, ci siamo salutati parlando di Peace Walker. Esatto. E da qua ripartiamo in in un ordine che è più legato alla cronologia, Eh, diciamo. Infatti, andremo a parlare dei dei capitoli Ground Zeroes e Phantom Pain Eh che insieme fanno Metal Gear Solid 5. Esattamente. Iniziamo col dire un paio di cose Già con Peace Walker, eh, data la dimensione del lavoro per la realizzazione Si era pensato di utilizzare il titolo Metal Gear Solid 5 oh. eh, Cosa che ovviamente non, eh, non è successa perché eh, non è stato chiamato così no, <ride> esatto, Proprio perché il, t- il titolo viene messo da parte per il capitolo successivo Nel 2012, alla Game Developers Conference, Konami annuncia il nuovo motore Fox Engine e fa comparire nel loro stand una locandina in cui facendo il verso allo zio Sam, mm-hmm. Big Boss, lancia la sua chiamata alle armi affinché tu, giocatore, faccia parte del prossimo Metal Gear
7: Solid. Pagherei oro per avere quella locandina. Eh, Anzi, ma, si trova ma voi immaginatevi, immaginatevi lo stand Konami... Mamma mia ma cioè, Noi siamo andati, perdonatemi, alla Games Week di Milano e, e non c'era neanche lo stand maledetti giochi cioè eh, che vabbè, questo
8: che... sarebbe un po' come lo stand Konami Eh, vabbè, senso, sì, siamo lì, siamo lì Come dimensione Perdonami. No, ma figurati, anzi, a me fa piacere perché almeno... Mm-hmm. Mm? Mm-hmm. <ride> Pochi mesi dopo venne annunciato il nuovo capitolo Ground Zeroes che eh, prometteva di essere una sorta di prologo di un nuovo capitolo ancora. Ciò che segue eh, nel dicembre dello stesso anno eh, lascia stranito il pubblico che vede pubblicare dal team svedese Moby Dick Studio eh, il trailer di un gioco chiamato Phantom Pain in cui ci sono un po' di cose che non tornano, che fanno di sospettire. Eh? Kojimata, alert. Esatto. Un protagonista particolarmente somigliante a Big Boss. Mm Eh, Pensate. La grafica in linea con l'appena presentato Fox Engine, proprio dalla Konami. Ok. Il nome del fondatore di questo fantomatico team svedese, Joachim Mogren ma noi ci interessa Joachim, era curiosamente l'anagramma di Kojima.
7: <ride> no, ma sta roba è assurdo. È la Kojimata suprema. assurdo
8: Ma la Kojimata più grossa è quello che succede dopo, perché alla GDC eh, del 2013 ogni dubbio, se ancora ce ne fossero, venne risolto con una scena assai teatrale in cui Kojima, letteralmente calandosi, una maschera rivela di essere lui ovviamente certo. il Joachim eh, e annunciava eh, che The Phantom Pain era il sottotitolo di Metal Gear Solid cioè, 5
7: scusami ti ho rovinato di... il Metal Gear ma tu pensa essere lì con Kojima che si toglie la maschera pazzesco
8: ma con... e tu pensi di vedere un tizio con gli sì. zoccoli di legno <ride> E invece no no era svedese È quindi svedese, un, svedese. Che, che ne so che mangia Buh, a, salmone a, a <ride> e invece ti, magico, ti trovi magico. io
7: mi sarei tolto le, le mutande e gliele avrei lanciato ma probabilmente qualcuno e l'ha fatto e ora sarei in galera dovremmo andare a guardare i video
8: I che video. ovviamente ci sono eh, tra l'altro eh, in tutta questa, questa cosa Ground Zero ovviamente era eh, per l'appunto il, il prologo di the Phantom Pain eh, il costo di 80 milioni di dollari eh, per il nuovo capitolo faceva sì che eh, boh Eh, è un
7: titolo ambizioso quindi... Ricordiamo che per, per il eh, Sons of Liberty ne erano stati stanziati 8 Ah, otto. otto Sì, otto Eh beh, cavolo, cioè sono già... sono tanti eh No, per l'epoca erano già tanti, adesso... Cioè in
6: lire, poi quanto era?
7: Eh,
6: <ride> eh bisogna fare per 1936,27 Eh... <ride> Eh, hai ragione
8: comunque eh, Kojima eh, intendeva realizzare quindi il più grande Metal Gear Solid fino ad allora eh. che poi sarà quello e basta nel senso che eh, sì. poi chi lo sa ah. boh nel senso ovviamente
7: ma n- guarda con il nostro culo quando uscirà questa puntata annunciano c'erano <ride> Metal Gear Solid <ride> S- e ha fatto pace con la Konami esatto. nel frattempo <ride> comunque partendo
8: dalle da delle d- d- dalle ambientazioni open world enormi, enormi. Eh, e eh, liberamente esplorabili, con una libertà di gioco e di approccio alle missioni ancora non vista eh no. nella saga. Centinaia di missioni, quindi, eh, che, che possono essere affrontate con estrema libertà. Eh sì. Ed iniziamo quindi a parlare anche di critiche, perché ovviamente... Alle critiche. No. <ride> le critiche Ma posta. Ground Zeroes esce nel dicembre del 2014 dopo diverse battute d'arresto nella produzione che a mente fredda riusciamo a facilmente a ricondurre i conflitti crescenti tra Konami e Kojima eh. sì, un classico non ti stai muovendo, comincia a far uscire un pezzo esatto, madonna che poi è il, è il disastro del, del, dei videogame questa eh, cosa, un nel disastro senso che ti per il tempo eh. questi mecenati maledetti eh sì. Bisogna, l'arte e e l'amore non non, devi mettono in gioco. You can't video games. (ride) Comunque, le critiche furono poco originali, in realtà. eh, Prima sui ritardi di pubblicazione, poi sul fatto che Ground Zero fosse troppo breve, che in realtà fosse più simile a una lunga demo. Per cui si chiedeva un prezzo non ragionevole. Mm, vabbè. Effettivamente è breve, Ground Zero è, sì. è, sì. Sì, è corto, però c'è, soli, c'è solito basta che funzioni, detto. non è importante esatto. che sia corto, ragazzi. Bravo! Manco. Se lo sai usare, va bene che è corto. Boh, io ho sentito dire così. Al pubblico occidentale, invece, non piacque il fatto che il doppiatore non fosse più uh, David Hater. Uh, che viene sostituito da uh, Kiefer Sauterland Già manco l'avessero sostituito tra, tra con gli stronzi. Sì, infatti. Va bene. Solo che, ovviamente, uh, c'è sempre un motivo per, per lamentarsi eh certo, sì. e perché uno vuole che le cose rimangano sempre le stesse. Ma, ma come la vita non è così. Lui. Ma infatti, cioè, in ogni caso, la realizzazione dei giochi avviene nel mondo reale, ragazzi, quindi gli anni passano, <ride> eh, sì. le cose si evolvono, non possono rimanere sempre le stesse. Eh, che cazzo comunque Phantom Pain esce nel settembre del 2014 sì, nel, nel settembre del 2015 e viene considerato un titolo emozionante e un capolavoro dello stealth ovviamente è... anche se in molti non sono d'accordo perché sì, in soliti. molti sono teste di cazzo sì, ma scriveteci no, sto scherzando non no. è vero scriveteci il vostro in indirizzo Grazie sì. <ride> avete bisogno di una mano semplicemente Ad ogni modo, eh, nonostante in quel periodo ci sia stata la rottura de- definitiva tra Konami e Kojima, eh sì. eh, Konami eliminò eh, la Kojima Production e cancellò il nome di Kojima dalle ristampe del gioco a seguito dei conflitti mai davvero compresi tra Konami e Kojima. Mm. Ragazzi, correggetemi se no, se no è... Sì,
6: sì. è così. Non si sa se sia stato licenziato, perché in realtà gli ha chiuso lo studio. Non si sa se se ne sia andato, se. Mm, Non non si capisce,
7: glielo chiederemo quando
6: ce l'avremo ospite Sì sì, ho sentito l'altro
8: ieri, non Eh, volevo spoilerare nulla ma dovrebbe raggiungerci qua proprio a casa mia e eh, che dire quindi la cosa carina è che nonostante questa rottura Ideo non si tirò indietro nella fase di promozione del suo ultimo lavoro in Konami spinse parecchio Phantom Pain partecipando ad eventi ed incontri eh, anche con eh, i fans nel suo
7: interesse è
8: eh certo perché comunque è sempre eh, cioè, è la sua opera è, è il sempre suo figlio, un figlio suo anche se c'è il divorzio comunque i figli esatto, sono so sempre e tuoi eh, infatti Anche se poi ti tolgono il nome dall'etichetta. Mamma mia. Eh, Parliamo della trama di Ground Zeroes. Ok, cerchiamo di contestualizzare. Marzo 1975. Eh, Kazuira Miller eh, riceve una richiesta eh, di ispezione della Mother Base da parte dell'Agenzia Internazionale per l'Energia Atomica in seguito all'acquisto di combustibile nucleare mm. dal momento che sulla Mother Base c'è il Metal Gear Z o Zik o Zik dotato di una testata nucleare. Big Boss
6: e Miller rifiutano la richiesta. Cazzo? <ride> no, non ci siamo. Dovevano dove nascondere <ride> <di un metal ride> tutto. Dovevano nascondere. Che sei in mezzo all'oceano, ma
8: veramente <ride> mm. Purtroppo è ingombrante. Tuttavia, lo scienziato Ui Emmerich non è d'accordo e acconsente all'ispezione, poiché Se appunto
7: l'AIEA, l'agenzia
8: Internazionale eh. per l'Energia Atomica confermerà eh, che eh, i militaires sans frontières mm-hmm. eh, non hanno armi nucleari e sì, potranno presentarsi al mondo come un semplice esercito privato messi di fronte ad un, ad un fatto compiuto Big Boss e Miller non possono far altro che, com- che cominciare quindi preparativi per l'ispezione tutti gli armamenti devono essere portati a terra e il Metal Gear Zeke nascosto sul fondale dell'oceano e speriamo che non lo vedano eh, speriamo <ride> perché effettivamente cioè è e- grusso Qualche giorno dopo, Miller riceve notizie di, di Paz, ehm, Ortega, Andre, Andrade, Paz, Paz Paz, Paz, sì, Paz, Paz, che Paz, caro, eh, la stessa Paz, Paz della Paz. puntata Paz. scorsa. Eh sì. Pazzesco. che dopo gli eventi di Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker era andata per morta a quanto pare è stata salvata da un pescatore che l'ha trovata alla deriva dei Caraibi e adesso si trova a Camp Omega eh, un campo di prigionia di, a sud di Cuba sotto il controllo dei Marine e degli eh, X-O-F. XOF io ho sempre detto XOF XOF Ma io le sigle le leggevo dritte. Ma sì, sicuramente è un acronimo, quindi XOF, Sì, no, ma poi era soft, tutto vabbè, in inglese, tutto... c'era il sottotitolo, io lo leggevo dritto. Esatto. Un gruppo, appunto, gli XOF X-off, sono un sì. gruppo paramilitare comandato dagli
6: da Scalface Grande Scalface Face. Che, che si chiama sì. così perché deve permissione di uccidere Fox, <ride> i membri della Fox. Esatto. Eh,
8: poiché Paz è, è l'unico collegamento che Miller e Big Boss hanno con Cypher, eh, Snake decide di andare a liberarla dopo l'ispezione dell'A.I.E.A. Bravo. Ma le cose vanno diversamente. Cico Voilà. Sempre il
6: personaggio di Tipi di... Be- Esatto. Be- Walker.
8: Invia no, una richiesta d'aiuto a Big Boss Dicendo di trovarsi prigioniero A Camp Omega eh, Dove era andato per eh, tentare Di salvare Paz Si tratta chiaramente di una trappola Ma Snake non ha scelta Lo sa che è una trappola Cico potrebbe parlare e rivelare l'esistenza dell'atomica Così senza eh, aspettare L'arrivo dell'ispezione Snake va a, liberate, a liberare Cico E Paz Voilà E quindi diciamo
6: che eh, questo... Eh, tra l'altro è Il finale di Ground Zeroes è importante. Eh, sì, porca viene, troia. V- viene praticamente distrutto tutto. Sì, infatti.
8: Un bel disastro. E quindi nulla. Diciamo che a grandi linee io mi fermerei qua su per quanto riguarda Ground Zeroes, eh, che appunto è il, è il prequel del titolo Seque. vero e proprio. Del Del giocone, il prologo, diciamo: del del gioco vero vero e proprio, diciamo. Quindi eh, andiamo ad analizzare un minimo la trama di Phantom Pain. che che appunto non non desidero entrare troppo nel dettaglio magari faremo un'analisi più dei personaggi per per capire meglio ne
7: vale vale la pena
8: esatto, allora parlando della trama il gioco si apre ad Outer Heaven la nazione paramilitare creata da Big Boss in un futuro imprecisato mentre in sottofondo una battaglia in furia Poi la storia torna al presente con il Big Boss in ospedale. Nove anni dopo gli eventi del Ground Zeroes, quindi sono passati nove anni nel frattempo, Big Boss eh, si risveglia dal coma in un ospedale di Cipro, (coughs) ascoltando
7: The Man Who Sold the World. Mamma mia, tra l'altro cover di
8: Ah. Mm
7: Mm cioè il pezzo che che ascolta. Ah, vero. Era era tra, tra le tante versioni che esistono la cover di Mijur che... Era il chitarrista degli Ultravox e, e, e anche e, ed è Oltre che ed Breathe è, Esatto Ed è super Irlandese. anni 80 super anni, eh, È sì. un pezzo che trasuda Anni 80 È bellissima la cover sì, a sentire. E eh sì anche Breathe Che ricorderete Per, per la pubblicità dello
8: Swatch, dello Swatch Che esatto. tra l'altro ebbe il vero successo Dopo due anni dalla pubblicazione Proprio perché era stata utilizzata pubblicità. Nella, nella pubblicità è dello Swatch Sì 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 E questa non era scritta come quello che ho davanti adesso. Beh. Andiamo avanti dicendo che eh, a sorvegliarlo c'è un dottore, Evangelos Constantinou. Sì, brava, è Cipro, Greco, giustamente, sì. è Cipriano. Cipriota. Cipriota. Cipriota Che gli mostra una radiografia completa del suo corpo In cui eh, al suo interno sono stati trovati 108 frammenti di varia natura Da pezzi metallici a frammenti di ossa e denti umani Madonna. Infiltratisi eh, in seguito all'incidente L'incidente al... è perché effettivamente gli esplodeva
6: una bomba a eh, distanza cazzo. zero quindi... altro che...
8: Alcuni pezzi di metallo sono presenti anche vicino al cuore e al cervello e gli hanno provocato diversi danni. Il suo braccio sinistro è stato amputato, cosa che eh, manda Big Boss in shock. Diverse settimane dopo l'ospedale dopo eh, appunto, l'ospedale viene attaccato eh, dall'unità XOF, ufficialmente l'unità antiterroristica, controllata da un individuo Cypher Zero. Che irrompe nella struttura e stermina lo staff medico. Un agente della ex riesce quasi ad eliminare Big Boss, che viene però salvato dall'intervento di Ishmael, un uomo dal volto bendato che afferma di aver vegliato su di lui durante i, nove, I lunghi nove anni di coma. Eh sì.
7: Sì, tra l'altro la scena in cui lui si trascina è fuori fantastica. dall'ospedale, cioè è straziano. Lui esatto. senza un braccio, che prima con non una muscolatura inesistente. Esatto, perché ovviamente perché sembra di coma. Eh, sembra Christian Bale, l'uomo senza soffere. Esatto, esatto. esatto, senza il braccio che si trascina, mamma mia. Esatto Che male
8: E appunto in questa fase nella confusione Snake incontra anche un ragazzino eh, dall'aria molto familiare che eh, controlla un uomo di fuoco Che sembra
7: Volgin Eh sì Volgin o Ah Volgin. Ecco, lo sapevo
8: L'avevo sbagliato io, No anche
7: io dicevo Nella mia testa lo leggevo Volgin Vol,
8: Volgin Vol, Però è Volgin intanto i due fuggono dall'ospedale servendosi di un'ambulanza ma la loro fuga si interrompe quando il veicolo si ribalta a causa di un'esplosione Snake, risvegliatosi dall'impatto violento, si libera dal veicolo ma Ishmael è sparito in quell'istante incontra Revolver Ocelot ora conosciuto anche come Shalashaska i due ex nemici fuggono a cavallo inseguiti dall'uomo di fuoco in sella ad un cavallo in fiamme Sì. Dopo essersi salvati, Ocelot eh, rivela che è stato Katz, eh, vicario di Big Boss, eh, a mandarlo lì e, eh, e lo informa che è prigioniero in Afghanistan. Quindi, effettivamente, l'Afghanistan è una delle aree dove, dove si svolge eh, beh, sì, parecchio tutto... della quasi sì, mh, almeno un 60%, mm. probabilmente, dell'azione. Um, andiamo uh, ad analizzare quindi i primi uh, cioè I, I personaggi. Ovviamente uh, la, l'azione, come, come abbiamo già detto, si, si svolge in diverse parti del mondo, principalmente in Afghanistan, ma andiamo ad analizzare uh, i personaggi nella fattispecie. Um, Punished Venom Snake, che è il nostro protagonista. Uh, Chiamato anche Big Boss o Boss, tuttavia eh, col procedere del gioco si scopre non essere lo stesso protagonista di Metal Gear Solid 3, eh, Snake Metal Gear Solid, Peace Walker, Metal Gear Solid 5, Ground Zeroes. Nel 1975, durante gli interventi di Ground Zeroes, fece parte della squadra che assistette il vero Big Boss nella ricerca di Chico e Paz. Quando fu distrutto il loro elicottero, eh, si parò davanti a Big Boss per salvargli la vita. Particolare che lo contraddistingue è un vistoso pezzo di metallo nero conficcato sopra il suo occhio destro, che sembra un corno di un demone. Una volta eh, ripresosi dal dal coma, Venom Snake, insieme a e Miller, comanda eh, i Diamond Dogs. I Diamond Dogs... Eh, nuova forza paramilitare simile ai Militaires Sans Frontier eh, di, di Peace Walker, eh, ma che adesso non seguono nessun ideale. Eh sì, puro... In seguito diventa comandante in capo dello Stato Fortezza di Outer Heaven, eh, fondato dal vero Big Boss. Eh sì, sì,
6: sì, sì
7: tra l'altro il corno che poi si allunga eh? esatto sì, quella
6: è una cogimata cogimata so. bellissimo giustamente tu sì. rimani coperto di sangue senza farti docce quanto gente mm. ammazzi il corno diventa più grosso è perché
7: eh, ti avvicini sempre più a un demone oh, dottore. eh sì un altro
8: personaggio fondamentale che appunto scopriamo all'arrivo sulla Mother Base, e Miller, comandante di Big Boss, <coughs> e suo fidato consigliere sin dagli eventi di Peace Walker, dove egli stesso ha svolto un ruolo cruciale, a origini giapponesi e americane. E' lui che gestisce la strategia operativa e gli affari della Mother Base, oltre ad individuare traditori, spie e persone avverse al suo esercito. Eh, nella missione a Camp Omega... Ha dato a Snake utili consigli via Codec, successivamente, durante l'assalto alla Mother Base dei Caraibi, ha tentato invano di fermare l'invasione nemica, uscendo nel contrario profondamente ferito, sia nel corpo che Eh nell'anima. Che
6: poi nel futuro diventerà anche il maestro di Solid, Eh perché nel primo Metal Gear abbiamo un... Poi scopriamo Finto Katsuira Miller. Che è il suo maestro, che gli dà McDonald eh, eh, Miller, McDonald Miller. Si
8: chiama eh, McDonald Miller. esatto. Ovviamente parleremo anche di Ocelot, abile eh pistolero, ricondu- riconduce Venom Snake sul campo di battaglia, salvando Ven- Venom Snake a Big Boss dall'ospedale dal, di-, di D'Akelia, eh, sotto richiesta di, di Zero, eh, fornisce al vero Big Boss una moto e una nuova identità per fuggire e far perdere le sue tracce. Successivamente, seguendo il piano di Big Box, di Box, sì, di Beat Box, <ride> Beatbox... <ride> di Big Boss (ride) supporta Venom Snake e Miller per far credere al, al mondo che sia il suo fantasma che il suo fantasma sia l'unico, è e vero, mercenario leggendario. Ricco di buoni consigli e di lungimirante saggezza, sarà una delle spalle principali durante le missioni di Venom Snake. E gli affianca Snake e Miller nella gestione della nuova Mother Base, supportando Snake anche più di quanto faccia Miller. Gestisce la rete di spionaggio del Diamond Dogs e si occupa degli interrogatori. Oltre a questo, come sempre, eh, sì, come ovviamente. sempre, esperto di tortura. Eh sì è molto bravo oltre a, a questo fornisce supporto tattico via radio insieme a Miller durante le operazioni sul campo quindi noi lo sentiremo molto spesso di origini russe conosce Big Boss sin dai tempi di Snake Eater quindi da più tempo di Miller personaggio
6: Cross saga sì, sì è Alla uno dei, dei pochi che c'è c'è praticamente per tutta la saga non appare in Peace Walker però nei Major nei Major c'è c'è sempre cioè Osler è il filo è uno dei fili
7: eh Eh sì il prossimo
8: personaggio che andiamo a trattare è Yui Hemeric come Yui Lewis in the news Mm però qua è Hemeric In seguito all'attacco di Mother Base Alla Mother Base Venne rapito dalla XOF Per lavorare ad un progetto segreto
6: Ovvero un nuovo Metal Gear Come tutti gli Emmerich Deve lavorare in Metal Gear Come Eh tutti gli Emmerich della Eh saga Il
7: Metal Gear nuovo che aveva un nome Tragico Da 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 pronunciare Shailanthropus Bravo Mamma mia Ci ha perso l'ediotria
8: Ok Il primo che si può uh, che può sorreggersi su due
6: piedi. Eh sì. Poi avremo il Rex più avanti, eh, sì. il Rey,
8: Però a livello, diciamo, cronologico in quegli anni appare essere che il primo che esatto. era. Katz sospetta che abbia accettato la falsa ispezione eh, di proposito in modo da eh, aiutare la ex-OF a distruggere la base. Viene cercato da Katz per nove anni, finché una volta trovato viene mandato Snake a prenderlo per interrogarlo. Nonostante tutto dirà di non essere colpevole, cercando di dimostrarlo più volte all'interno del gioco. Ricordo Eh. che la scena degli interrogatori di Emery che era... Pesante, Era forte, pesante, forte, sì, molto sì, forte sì, Me la ricordo Ma andiamo a parlare di Cypher Zero Cipher Cipher Cheaper. No, lui, lui lo leggevo bene. Caper Zero. Vecchio amico di Big Boss. Uh, Cypher è considerato uno dei nemici principali. È e lui a muovere la fila del mondo, del mondo intero. Le file del mondo intero. Snake e cazza aizzeranno una vera e propria guerra contro Zero e la sua organizzazione. Incolpato di aver distrutto la Mother Base. In realtà si scopre che ai tempi di Zero era gravemente malato e che quindi il vero colpevole potrebbe essere Scalface. Non si sa dove si trovi, anche se Scalface riesce a scoprirlo alla fine di Ground Zero, grazie a Paz. Ma parliamo appunto di Scalface. che aveva questa
7: faccia Eh, a
8: Teschio: è un cappello bellissimo. Eh sì, molto Molto, elegante, molto lì Molto 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 lì è vero. Avrei voluto averlo averlo anche io Te lo regaliamo a comprarlo. Ma sì, ma vediamo, dai... Ad ogni modo, Skullface è il capo della EXOF, un'unità antiterrorismo di Cypher. Probabilmente di origini ungheresi, venne terribilmente sfigurato in seguito ad un attacco ai danni del suo villaggio ehm, ordinato da Zero. Fu l'unico a sopravvivere all'interno della fabbrica che andò a fuoco e venne in seguito torturato dai soldati. Non è risaputo quale sia la sua vera identità, né se sia già apparso in passato e non è ancora chiaro quale ehm, e il perché. Enorme, perché è big- Boh, Ha una visione delle cose filosofica come ad esempio il suo discorso su un mondo senza lingua franca eh, in cui tutti sono liberi, ovviamente c'è una ragione perché eh, all'interno della storia ci imbatteremo eh, con un virus eh, che Eh è legato proprio a, a una lingua e che andrete eh sì. a scoprire se, se giocherete, se non l'avete ancora fatto. Questa, no, questo diciamo. era
7: veramente un plot eh,
8: magico, sta sì. cosa. Eh. E tra l'altro il, le supposizioni sulle origini di Skullface effettivamente se andiamo a guardarle, sono abbastanza
7: legate a questo fatto. Comunque, Quiet... Eh, Dio mio, Quiet. Quiet, possiamo tranquillamente annoverarla come il personaggio femminile <ride> migliore più bello il e migliore del, della vita no, era, era già the boss
6: ah, no, giusto, non è poi c'è sniper wolf in Metal Gear ce n'è tanti no, no, infatti hai ragione, hai ragione parliamo di Quiet parliamo di quiet. quiet Quiet
8: è una cecchina apparentemente muta che aiuta Snake e Diamond Dogs nonostante questi ultimi inizialmente siano contrari alla sua presenza nella base. Ma si scemo. Eh vabbè, ma perché ma vada, se secondo me è letale, erano altri stessi saponette che cadono e ma. si confonde. La sua mira eh, infallibile deriva dal fatto che ha una percezione dell'ambiente tridimensionale totalmente diversa da quella di un semplice essere umano, tanto da riuscire a far passare un proiettile attraverso lo spazio tra una pala e l'altra dell'elica di un elicottero in movimento. Che in effetti c'è una C'è proprio una, un, una, eh, sì, sì. una scena Dove lo, lo fa, fa, lo dove fa. Lo fa. Eh, Una sua caratteristica eh, che, è che non ha bisogno Di uno spotter Dato che mentre mira con un occhio eh, Con l'altro può osservare L'ambiente circostante come di Hand Carissimo, Diend. Non ha bisogno di nutrirsi, ma solo di assorbire acqua. Ocelot oh, spiega Boss che utilizza lo stesso principio alla base della fotosintesi. Sì, come una pianta. È un fiorellino. È un fiorellino. Quiet. È un angelo. È meravigliosa. Ogni suo fucile ha un nome particolare, ad esempio. Perversa. Mm-hmm.
9: O Perversa. Perversa. <ride>
7: Eh, insomma. Era meravigliosa. E ricordiamo.
8: Interpretata da... da
7: Stephanie Justin,
8: grandissima, bravissima attrice olandese. Olandese. Che però in realtà adesso vive in Giappone, mi pare. Sì, si sì. vive in Giappone. E... Che,
7: salutiamo. che salutiamo. Perché ci segue. Ciao, Stephanie. Eh, Nei miei sogni. E Esatto. Che vuol dire buon appetito eh, in olandese. Appetito. <ride>
8: Giuro. Poi vi spiego anche perché. Oppure potremmo anche dirle: ho Mungen, mein
7: Schönheit, ihr lecker geschlafen? Gradisce una colazione continentale? Più o... meno.
5: <ride>
8: <ride> Posso lustrare le scarpe a suo marito? <ride> no, in realtà vuol dire un'altra cosa. Se volete, ve lo dico. Dicelo. Vuol dire: Ciao, tesoro, hai dormito bene?
7: Willa! Può tornarvi utile, amici di Maledetti Giochi. Andiamo avanti. Dovrò spiegare come mai lo so. No, ma... no, 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 no. In... facciamo un'altra puntata. No, infatti.
8: È arrivato il momento di parlare di Eli, mm-hmm. soprannominato White Mamba. <ride> ah, già. <ride> è un bambino soldato, con un carattere irrequieto che si scontra con Snake, il quale tuttavia lo accoglie alla Mother Base. Per via dell'aspetto e dell'età, ma soprattutto delle sue eccezionali abilità di combattimento, Miller e Oselot sospettano che sia figlio di Big Boss. Pieno di odio verso gli adulti, guiderà ehm, il Shaelanthropus. Ah, no, eh, prima l'ho letto bene, adesso no. Te non partito contro Snake, entrando in simbiosi con il terzo ragazzo e poi fuggirà dalla Mother Base a bordo del Sahelanthropus. Vedi, adesso un po' meglio. Sì, Portando okay. con sé gli altri bambini e gridando, non sono come te, addio padre, non mi servi più.
6: Eh, perché? Eh,
2: perché? Eh,
5: perché padre? Addio eh, eh,
2: eh, padre, non mi più.
6: Perché sospettano i nostri figli? Perché noi sappiamo che Elai eh, avevano vagamente ragione. Sì, esatto. Eh, vagamente. Perché Eli non è niente, altri... nient'altro che... che
7: Liquid Snake. Art eh. Pum, Gesù. Fatti biondino, capelli lunghi, proprio come Liquid. Mamma mia. Eh sì. Che cose affascinanti, eh? Tutti questi capitoli,
8: eh, capiremo perché dopo parliamo del quaccio Comunque, Treti Rebenok. Treti Rebenok è un ragazzo dotato di poteri paranormali che è stato sottoposto a studi ed esperimenti da parte dei sovietici i quali lo chiamano terzo ragazzo appunto come citavamo prima nella parte di Elai. la sua mente eh, può essere facilmente influenzata dai pensieri delle altre persone perciò il ragazzo ha sempre indossato una maschera antigas nel tentativo rudimentale eh, ed ingenuo di isolare la propria psiche Eh. durante un volo verso Mosca però uh, Treti è passato vicino all'ospedale in cui era ricoverato Venom Snake proprio al momento del suo risveglio e l'intensa, l'in- l'intensa volontà di vendetta di Snake ha risvegliato i poteri sopiti del ragazzo Treti è infatti in grado di captare emozioni desideri e pensieri di una persona specialmente quelli malvagi come rabbia e vendetta e di amplificarli al punto di renderli capaci di influenzare il mondo fisico dando luogo così a fenomeni paranormali come la psico Durante questo processo non è il ragazzo ad avere il controllo di tali poteri, ma la persona di cui egli ha captato i pensieri. Perciò le sue azioni sono dettate dalla volontà di tale persona, i cui desideri si materializzano proprio grazie ai poteri di Trey. Esatto. Tra
6: l'altro lui è, è, è tipo un personaggio super centrale eh, perché porca lui anche lui lo rivedremo nella saga. Eh sì, eh, cioè l'abbiamo visto il nostro amico nella saga, Psycho Mantis.
7: Esatto. Eh sì. Che con la sua maschera, ecco come Ocelot ha
6: conosciuto tutto il team del, del primo Metal Gear esatto
8: e quindi nulla in buona sostanza questo eh, penso che, eh, che la cosa più logica da fare in questo
6: momento sia iniziare a parlare appunto del quarto capitolo che è quello che chiude in realtà come storia tutta la saga ecco. esattamente Poi, mh, proprio in coda Perché la missione è parlare di tutti i Metal Gear,
7: citerò un altro paio di titoli di nicchia. Citi, certo, citi. Però vediamo prima. Vediamo prima Guns of the Patriot, ovvero eh, Metal Gear Solid 4. Che cronologicamente chiude tutto. cioè, quasi tutto. E, e il quarto capitolo, però, eh, torniamo centrali sul nostro amato, bene amato Solid Snake. Siamo nel 2008 questa volta perché appunto è uscito su su PS3 Metal Gear Solid 4 e e, a detta dello stesso Kojima è un gioco che ha fatto fatica a stare dentro un disco solo, questo per farvi capire. Mi ricordo la
6: sequenza di installazione più lunga della vita, vita. vedere
7: Snake che fumava mentre si installava (ride) il gioco e durava tipo un'ora. è vero e, e tra l'altro aveva anche dei tempi di
6: caricamento tra un e eh no installava per non dover fare i caricamenti però era eh però vero. erano
7: sui 120 secondi i tempi di caricamento tra un come non dire ricordo. tra un capitolo e l'altro era era enorme ma lo sappiamo che ideo eh, a ideo la, la, la tecnologia stava sta sempre stretta no? mm. la tecnologia del tempo e, mh, qui gli eventi hanno luogo nel, nel 2014 troviamo Appunto, di nuovo, Solid che è invecchiato veramente male. È invecchiato male no perché non doveva invecchiare. <ride> no. Ci <Cioè>, sono passati <ride> eh. tipo dieci anni. Sono passati dieci anni, ma eh, l'aspetto e si di Solid Snake vecchio. è quello di un uomo di 70 anni, di sì. 60 ma anche, si sì. eh, sì, è invecchiato sì. di botto. Eh, lo troviamo, capelli bianchi, baffi. Bianchi, eh, insomma, è un simpatico anziano. A livello di gameplay comunque il gioco presenta delle novità già fighe perché il bello di Metal Gear, amici, è che ad ogni uscita può essere più forte, più debole il gioco magari il 2 è considerato il più debole però a ogni uscita, ogni Metal Gear c'è sempre una novità di gameplay c'è sempre qualcosa che Kojima introduce e che è svolta e è questo è il bello, cioè è una delle cose belle della saga in questo caso, ehm, le piccole chicche meravigliose di, di, del, del gioco sono in parte l'equipaggiamento. Perché su tutte io ricordo la mimetica. Adesso non ricordo come si chiama la octo Octosuit OctoSuit sì. OctoSuit, e perché è come una piovra, appunto, tu dove ti sdraiavi sul tipo di terreno, quindi avrebbe fatto comodo a, a Snake in Snake Eater. Dove ti sdraiavi, eh, la mimetica ottica prendeva la, la texture del terreno. E questa era un'evoluzione proprio de, de, del gameplay di Metal Gear
6: Solid 3. Ovviamente, spostato avanti negli anni, non potevi dire ti devi vestire con la mimetica ottica. Hai
7: Ah, io un qualcosa che. È dovrò una roba fa ottica fichissima, mi ricordava proprio figa da vedere. Poi c'è la benda sull'occhio, perché qua Snake ha tutte, gli, ha tutte e due gli occhi, a differenza di, de, dell'amico The Boss. Però eh, indossava proprio questa benda che era ultra tecnologica, che faceva da binocolo, visore, marcatore. No? Tut, tutta roba che gli dà, tra l'altro, Otacon, che, che, che ha disegnato e lui beh, il suo eh. loro due e squadra schietto, dai tempi certo. di Metal Gear 1. E poi ti ricordi l'adorabile Metal Gear Mark 2. 2? Se non ero, okay. o Mark II, che era un piccolo, una versione in miniatura del Metal Gear che tu potevi comandare come una macchinina radiocomandata e far girare tra fargli fare delle azioni, aprire, disinnescare, eccetera, eccetera. Potevi anche stordire dei nemici con una scarichetta elettrica. Era comodo, molto comodo in certe situazioni. viene rinnovato anche il combattimento corpo a corpo il CQC e vengono aggiunte diverse finalità diciamo perché eh, a sto giro tu puoi combattere con l'intento di stordire, uccidere o interrogare il nemico era era molto figo potevi carpire delle informazioni gli potevi fare delle domande questo ti rispondeva tipo ci sono altri nemici nella base sì E e poi lo lo ammazzavi No, io non lo ammazzavo quasi mai nessuno Tu sì sì. (ride) Io avevo un animo Comunque Dal punto di vista tecnico invece Guns of the Patriot era eh, strabiliante Perché di nuovo siamo su PS3 Ma ragazzi Le luci, le texture sono sono wow Quando le vedi E, E le cinematiche Sono, sono, di nuovo cinematografiche. Era stato per l'ennesima volta
6: criticato Metal Gear Solid mm-hmm. 4, certo, come, no. come tutti Metal Gear, ma questo in modo particolare
7: perché sì. c'erano tantissime cinematiche ah, troppe cinematiche. Tant'è che Emanuele è stato di nuovo, ha di nuovo ottenuto un Guinness dei primati, quello per la sequenza cinematica più lunga in assoluto. Il finale. Il finale. finale, io quando l'ho finito ho dovuto annullare un impegno. 71 minuti.
6: Sì, è lunghissimo, bellissimo tutto, ti passa.
8: Penso che sia una cosa che così mi ha rinnovato anche, anche ultimamente in death stranding. Sì.
6: <ride> sì, peccato che 71 minuti. Però prima avevi giocato. In death stranding sono 71 minuti, ma prima non sì, avevi ma giocare. Non avevi, ma magari,
8: ma un'ora. <ride> 71 minuti? No, secondo me è un'ora e mezza. Sì, eh. no,
7: è lungo, lungo.
8: È, è veramente lungo anche in Death Stranding.
7: Comunque io mi sarei anche un po' rotto il cazzo di, 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 di dire quanto Kojima sia, sia fuori classe, però ragazzi, cioè lo, lo è. Cioè non, non voglio passare <ride> per il fanboy, però. No, è oggettivo. Che cosa gli vuoi dire? Cioè, il, il quarto capitolo insomma Guns of the Patriot che poi vabbè è, sì è il quarto capitolo, è, è, è una festa sensoriale, cioè ti, è, ti, è, ti appaga, a me onestamente giocandolo mi ha appagato perché tutte le chicche di Snake che è in grado di capire la presenza dei nemici dai rami, da come si muove il vento, può capire le emozioni, insomma... È, sono son così mate ma io, io, io le adoro e poi la colonna sonora cioè ascoltatevela, andatevi a cercare Metal Gear Solid, abbiamo Guns of the Patriot, tutte, tutte tutte ascoltatevele e ditemi se non è una colonna sonora da, da big movie allora in Guns of the Patriot il bello è che troviamo tutti i personaggi che abbiamo tanto amato, che abbiamo citato però è proprio un raduno delle medie Con, Sno- con Snake che ha 60 anni gli altri ne hanno solo 10 in più è un raduno, de- de- una festa del liceo però, però piacevole questa, questa volta e la missione nel 4 4- nel è semplice trovare Revolver Ocelot alias eh, Liquid perché adesso tra l'altro si fa chiamare Liquid Ocelot e sì, cioè ormai il braccio di Liquid ha, ha preso il sopravvento sulla personalità di, di Ocelot poi vedremo in realtà cosa, cosa succede e, e, insomma, e ormai è Liquid, cioè Ocelot e c'è il corpo di Ocelot ma la testa è, li, è di nuovo Liquid Snake, è tornato ritroviamo Campbell e ritroviamo sua nipote Meryl che avevamo incontrato nell'Uno E che avevamo amato nell'uno. Le volevamo bene a Meryl. Soprattutto la sequenza in bagno dove si cambiava. E in realtà si scopre poi che Meryl non è la nipote di Campbell. È la figlia. E nel frattempo Campbell... Vi ricordate nel 2 quando avevamo citato eh, Campbell e Rosemary che parlavano nel codec a Raiden, che poi non erano loro, era era l'intelligenza artificiale? Campbell si è sposato con Rosemary la ex fidanzata di Raiden. Ma, ma ma sei stronzo. Oltretutto hanno anche avuto una figlia, pare. Non è non non, non è corretto, non è corretto. È scorretto. Mm. <ride> insomma senza star lì a stare a raccontare per filo o per segno la trama e facciamo un piccolo tributo come abbiamo sempre fatto ai boss perché qua il gruppo di boss sono i B and B ovvero le Beauty and breakfast. and breakfast no le Beauty and the Beast che sono questo gruppo di donne bellissime bellissime che però avevano avuto un trauma um, durante la guerra Quindi erano profondamente segnate, mentalmente segnate. E erano, par- sì,
6: erano particolarissime erano particolari, Beh, sicuramente erano un po' giù di tono rispetto a stato criticato, eh. perché erano giù perché effettivamente non erano calate e caratterizzate come nei precedenti capitoli. No. Però, non so, proprio esteticamente per come esistevano, secondo me erano bellissime. E, praticamente erano tutte donne soldato giovani bellissime e questo è la parte beauty del nome eh sì. eh, tutte soffrivano di disordini da stress post traumatico dovuto alla guerra quindi non per forza perché fossero dei soldati ma perché magari gli era morto il marito gli certo. hanno ucciso il padre mentre lei era in casa e vi dicendo e, e vestivano queste armature tutte diverse esoscheletri enormi che le rendevano delle combattenti pericolosissime okay? e, qui, e qui c'è il beast Tutti i nomi sono combinati Tra l'altro con i precedenti membri Di Foxhound Quindi mm-hmm. abbiamo una Mantis, una Octopus, una Raven, una Wolf come il primo Metal Gear Metal Gear 4 è un tributo a tutta la serie eh sì. cioè, C'è un punto dove arrivi anche a Shadow Moses Cioè è una roba <ride> meravigliosa Torni. È veramente un wrap up completo della saga Lo è e tra l'altro quando le sconfiggi è possibile tra l'altro vederle perché l'armatura si smonta e per qualche secondo diciamo qualche, no, qualche minuto mi pare continuano a vivere ma le fai fuori eh, de- brutalmente devi, anche se non devi. vuoi come al solito io non volevo e, è, cioè sono parti particolari poi c'è tipo Drebin lì il mercenario sì. che dice no ma perché in quei due minuti però tu li hai liberati dal loro dramma smetti la Drebin che abbiamo fatto no, un casino l'hai
7: fatta fuori, l'hai fatta fuori. Oltretutto, eh, Mantis, uh, quel, insomma, scrivi in Mantis, Mantis eh, che affronti tipo dentro un'infermieria se non ricordo male o comunque. Eh, e se tu la inquadravi con la fotocamera, lei si metteva in posa, Facevi del, faceva delle pose cavaí. Molto, molto giappe. Sì, ma sì, sì, le e... sono classiche: cose. Le, cla- le le cogimate. come le, quando le, guardavi la inquadravi con la camera. Meril, si incazzava. Esatto, Lì si metteva con le dita il segno della vittoria. Era, cioè, vabbè, sono, le, sono le cogimate. Vabbè, ne abbiamo già parlato. Però le vicende di Guns of the Patriots sono fondamentali per capire il nodo Cosimiano. È vero che è un grande tributo, però eh, qua ragazzi si risolve tutto. E e infatti possiamo considerarlo il gran finale della saga di Solid Snake. Che poi Eh. alla
6: fine fondamentalmente scopri che tutti a loro modo stavano cercando (coughs) di portare avanti l'ideale di The Boss esatto Però compreso, secondo loro, The Boss era così carismatica che tutti stavano cercando di... Cioè Big Boss, Major Zero, chi più ne ha più ne metta stavano semplicemente cercando di fare quello che The Boss, secondo loro, The Boss voleva.
7: È una cosa Eh.
6: drammatica.
7: Drammatica, (ride) ma... Eh, Però sì, è il il gran finale, sostanzialmente. Eh, eh, Tra i protagonisti c'è il tanto discusso Raiden, insomma, nel secondo capitolo. Qua diventa un personaggio di di spirito, carattere.
6: Guns of the Patron ha proprio... Mh, ho avuto il ruolo fondamentale di scagionare Raiden Di scagionarlo, no. esatto cioè, Lui appare in Guns of the Patrimon Come appariva Gray Fox eh, prima quindi completamente esatto. ricostruito Un robot un ninja, è un cyborg, ninja un cyborg Ovviamente ninja. di anni dopo è una roba fighissima Con i capelli bianchi e Quindi tutti quelli che odiavano Raiden Comunque lo vedi e dici, Raiden, figo. Oh ed è cat... un personaggio fatto e finito. Parla, un, uh. cioè, non è sfigato come nel 2, che non, lui stesso non sapeva. Ma aveva
7: 12 anni nel 2. esatto
6: così figo che tra l'altro è stato realizzato un gioco spin-off proprio su Raiden. Ma va, si, sì, esce Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Sviluppato Revengeance. Un niente, proprio di meno, che da Platinum Games. Quindi oh. dai, papà di baionetta e compagnia bella. E, il gioco è un action game. Non, mm-hmm. è, non è un gioco Sullo stampo classico Inizialmente l'aveva iniziato a sviluppare Konami Ma poi appunto l'ha fatto Platinum E impersoniamo Raiden Che è ambientato quattro ah, sì, anni no, dopo presente. Molto, molto dei, carino in prima. realtà È cioè. stato passato un po' in sordina Ma secondo me era fatto Merita. molto bene E poi aveva questa modalità taglio Che quindi decidevi come Tagliare i nemici per poi Strapolargli la Ninja. roba Fruit era Ninja, una roba sì. Sì, Si chiama il Blade Mod Tipo è un altro di quei giochi della saga che secondo me se non avete giocato avete in modo si può
7: recuperare è divertente se vi piacciono gli action game spacca eh, ecco vedi Raiden cioè era fichissimo l'esoscheletro di Raiden nel 4 era minchia e io Rising ci farei è ancora più voluto se ne avessi la capacità manuale farei ne farei il costume farei il cosplay qualcuno l'ha fatto E la cosa importante comunque di Guns of the Period, oltre a chiudere tutto è che si scoprono poi tutti gli altarini, quindi troviamo personaggi come Big Mama. Sì. che altri non è che Eva, Eva di Disney Peter e si scopre chi cazzo sono sti Patriots finalmente, sì, insomma, sì, poi più se meno. Se se sapevamo già si però il concetto. E tra l'altro la scena in cui Big Mama cerca di salvare il cadavere di Big Boss, Meraviglia. ti ricordi? Dove c'è Liquid che gli dà fuoco, dà, dà fuoco alle spoglie di Big Boss, perché era riuscito poi a, a trafugarle, ed è straziante, perché c'è lei che si butta sul cadavere in fiamme, sui resti, perché poi non è neanche più un sì, corpo sì, umano, resti, era, insomma... Sono... E, e si butta sulle fiamme per, per, per spegnerle sulle fiamme di, un, di, di resti di un cadavere e ricordiamo che Eva è la, la, la madre sì, di, dei, dei due fratelli dei, sì, dei vari fratelli di dei tutti vari cloni, fratelli, sì esatto di tutti i cloni e quella scena era pazzesca comunque tutto il gioco è, è, un, è un crescendo di, di emozioni e di rivelazioni appunto come hai detto tu prima si torna a Shedomesi a Shedomosis E pilotiamo Pilotiamo il Rex Cazzo Perché noi Perché a un certo punto Liquid Prende il Rey Il Metal Gear Rey Quello del 2 E noi per contrastarlo Usiamo il Rex Che era la versione sfigata Quindi c'è un combattimento epico Come epico E, Ni- e Raiden Cyber Ninja Che Sì si tss- Letteralmente sacrifica pezzi del suo corpo perché si taglia un braccio per salvare Snake due volte, cioè è la cosa più da samurai del, del mondo. mondo dei videogiochi, cioè. Mamma mia, Raiden, quanto ti ho amato lì! E comunque poi facciamo la breve: tutte le vicende poi culminano no? ad Outer Haven, dove si sferra, i buoni sferrano l'attacco definitivo a Liquid che ormai ha il controllo di GV dell'intelligenza artificiale e anche qui cioè ragazzi, c'è Snake, Merrill e Snake che combattono contro l'unità Frog, mi pare si chiamasse e vengono di nuovo salvati da Raiden che era morto, cazzo era morto, schiacciato e torna senza braccia brandendo la spada la katana tra i denti, cioè devastante devastante e poi c'è la scena del corridoio a microonde <ride> non so se ve la ricordate era sì, super sì, suggestiva quella, c'era questo stas- corridoio dove un corpo umano sarebbe maciullato da, dalle microonde chi va? va. Raiden. insomma poi il gran finale culmina con quello che aspettavamo da anni ovvero lo scontro tra Liquid nel corpo di Oselot e Solid Snake allo stremo ormai perché è un anziano distrutto dalla battaglia da tutto quindi cazzo Tony perché come vuole la tradizione tradizione cosimiana cazzo Tony Liquid contro Snake e oh Liquid è sconfitto i Patriots sono sconfitti la scena finale Che molti hanno criticato perché uh, si vede che così, ma non voleva chiudere, ragazzi. La scena finale è: cioè, ti, ti vuoi veramente mettere a piangere? C'è Snake. Vecchio, ovviamente, al cimitero davanti alla tomba di The Boss e vuole, vuole uccidersi sostanzialmente, vuole, vuole suicidarsi, perché comunque sarebbe morto a breve a causa del, del virus. Anzi, eh, si vuole suicidare proprio per evitare che il virus venga diffuso. E viene interrotto, si sta per suicidare, viene interrotto da chi? Da Big Boss. E' ancora vivo. Porca puttana. Ma l'abbiamo visto bruciare, la sua e salmetta. Invece, e invece no. E' stato ricostruito con i pezzi di, 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 di vari soldati, dei vari cloni. Cioè, un casino. No. La salma che Liquid aveva bruciato era quella di Solidus il clone perfetto, il terzo gemello Big Boss eh, parla con Snake e niente, parla non a Solid Snake ma a David che è il vero nome di di Snake appunto e lo invita a vivere i suoi ultimi mesi da uomo libero gli dice il mondo sarebbe un posto migliore senza serpenti e poi muore colpito dal dal Fox Die e quindi Big Boss aveva vissuto tutta la vita da soldato E muore Da padre Eh. Che cazzo Ma come fai a criticare una roba del genere? Ma vabbè Capolavoro Ragazzi questo era Metal Gear Insomma Poi spin-off, sì, sono saghe mille, canoniche titoli per Game
6: Boy, titoli per PSP strategici, mm. robe del genere è però, uscito di tutto tendenzialmente però, è una saga che, è... che si è dipanata
7: per 30 anni eh, praticamente sì, praticamente sì da quando siamo nati, in 86 eh sì. e che dire, oh, io vado a rigiocarmi tutto, tutto tutto quanto tutti i 71 minuti di, di cinematica di, di Guns of the Patrick
8: mamma mia che, che, che impresa epica che impresa epica speriamo di puntate. aver
7: reso giustizia in due puntate cioè, insomma e comunque non sarebbe no, non, no, non basta non, non, non basta, non non basta non no. ce ne rendiamo conto no. abbiamo amici, fatto tutto
8: molto di corsa però secondo me abbiamo fatto una bella panoramica amici complessa. ci vediamo
7: la prossima puntata e, insomma siamo auguri. quasi, quasi siamo, a Natale quasi ormai. a Natale eh, quindi sì. Passatevela bene noi ci prenderemo una piccola pausa natalizia, insomma, canonica Ma poi ci rivedremo con nuovi giochi, nuovi format, Nuove nuove, nuove emozioni E quindi anche a voi e famiglia E anche a voi e famiglia, maledetti giochi, sigla
5: Maledetti
7: giochi
1: previously on the blood-soaked rose. So the sections of the city are divided by walls. You have to pass a gate from the temple quarter, the poorer
10: quarter, to the trade quarter.
11: I'm here to trade wares.
10: Shouldn't you be in little Mahakam?
11: We have a contact inside. Let us throw. You
10: can stand aside. Yes, you want to inconvenience me, sir. Talking to people is sort of my profession.
1: You want to talk to this fellow? I'd like you to verbally combat this Us elves are not terrible. Terribly
9: bright, but I'm sure you as a human are And you would know the quality of this this fine
11: vintage
1: Knife is that you can buy us off With a little bit of wine I've had enough of this Hang on, hang on, turn around Oh
10: yes sir That smile
11: Oh, did you just do that?
10: If we can stay at this Vard's house The amount of guards we should be seeing Should hopefully be minimal
11: Brioch Yes, it's me
10: I hope it goes without saying, Cooper We're not here
1: and now you can bring your cart into the uh, into the warehouse before you detach your horses uh, and you have a kind of a small area at the back that you can kind of make your own I don't know where you set up your bed rolls
9: yeah and- we we set up bed rolls there are tents we'll unpack those and and yeah, set up bed just rolls very simple
10: simple
1: Probably make a, a table from you know a, a crate and a few planks. If
9: yeah, you want we've got. To. A, I've got a tarp as well, which we we might hang as a bit of a divider.
1: Yeah, good idea. Good just idea. Just to give, yeah, just to give some
9: privacy. What do you yeah.
11: need a divider
9: for? Just to give us some privacy, so that people don't accidentally look in.
11: Right. Right.
1: You know, people will come and go. You know. Yeah. Over the days. Um, so you're I'm more pa- concerned about them looking at a box of wine and being like, "That's easy Ooh, to lift." Yes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have all your supplies yeah. in there, so yeah, if yeah. I, I don't care it. about the
10: mage and the witcher.
11: I, can I don't care a, about
10: the wine that if can be picked up. I can lift up.
11: a barrel. I can lift some wine.
10: <laughs> as, I'm rich. <laughs> as Aureli- as we kind of like start setting up and and we start putting things together, Aurelius will take off um, his coat. He might just find like there's like a little crate to the side. It will just pop his, mm-hmm. his coat on there and just. Right, so we at least have a number of days that we can go here undetected for, at least for the time being. We need to find out where Razine is, and I would prefer it if we could find out quickly. I don't fancy her chances in being able to leave this city, but, well, never trust a mage, I guess.
11: Well, she'll be wanton for anything, to recharge her powers or spell components.
10: She's... She may already have everything she needs. At least the last time I saw her, I don't even know the reason why she's come here in the first place. And that's, I guess that's quite irrelevant at this point. I just need to know the best person to speak to and whether that is Vard. Vard? Vard, Vard, Verd, whatever. Whether (laughs) that is Verd or someone else, best we get to talking to someone.
9: Do not mages typically hang around the, the fancy people? Sorry to, to. I don't know these things. I'm not very smart being an elf and all, but it's not. Uh, uh, would not one of the dukes perhaps know of this mage? They're, they're quite fancy people. Rosine
11: is. She's an apostate. She's, she?
10: she's not registered. She's going to be wanting to be on the low and low as well as any of us here. There are many people looking for her, and it's not just us.
9: Maybe she could, she could bargain a registration if she helped against Nilfgaard? I'm just thinking powerful people tend to attract one another. That's why I found you two. You attracted each other. And also, I'm here.
11: Hmm. Well, stranger or, things have happened. We can have a look. I mean, mages are no offence. Typically posh. And they like the fancy stuff. Thank you. Not slumming it in the, t- in the public tents. So maybe she's gone for the finer things.
1: In your experience though hunting Razine, she hasn't really doesn't really have a public face. No. She often sort of goes she, she's spotted going somewhere and she's spotted leaving. She doesn't sort of mix with high society. That's lodge exactly, sorcerers yeah. or anything like that. More so she than, tends to be self-sufficient and quite sly.
10: Yeah, more so than like even more so than us she tries to keep a low profile. She it's, does. Yeah. It, this is this is someone that that Aurelius has been hunting for the better part of three decades and is only found once before. Mm-hmm.
11: <laughs> we can ask around for a red-dressed woman, but that could be any strumpet around.
10: And he like, he, like goes over, you can see on his uh, um, gamison, there's kind of pinned there a red rose. It's a crimson rose that has like a white petal, just a singular white petal on it. And you can see it's still, it looks quite pristine. It's one that you've seen before and it doesn't escape your notice that it is nether withered. Find one of these she'll be close by.
11: That's hers, isn't
10: it? Calling card of the mage.
11: Shut. Alright.
10: Do you think Verd is someone we should talk to or do you feel that we should go elsewhere?
11: I
9: think we should probably go elsewhere. I love Verd, but he's a cooper. His focus is on barrels, not mages.
11: Any Hmm. places where rumours are gathering? Well,
9: we can look in the lower districts, in the temple districts, we can... Look around the trade district. There's lots of rumours here. And I'm sure there's some other areas where the nobles keep to themselves. They would probably have some sort of parties. Powerful people attract each other, like I said. Yeah. Is there one area that we would like to start? Would we like to work together or would we like to divide our forces?
11: I think we're stronger together.
10: For now, at least, yes. It's one of those things where uh, Aurelius is good in high society and he can blend in well, but he's never been to Vizima Vizina before. Yeah. So he doesn't know this area, so he's happy to kind of rely on one who's good at tracking and one who is well-travelled.
1: There is a third quarter to Vizima. I know there's three quarters. Isn't that weird? <laughs> um, the the third quarter is the royal quarter. It's much much harder to get into and that's where the the Duke the Duke's plural are are situated and um, are uh, organizing the defense of the city essentially it's where most of the garrisons are it's where the the palace is um, and without good cause you probably won't get in there unless you had some particular contact or you could you could sneak in there somehow otherwise yeah you can sh- certainly get around town and start trying to pick up rumours and news. So what I would like to do is is do a little bit of narrative time. So you have at least three days paid up here. Yes. So you can spend three days trying to pick up some rumours. Uh, and then we can kind of go from there and we can see what you want to do with you change lodgings or or keep paying to, to stay where you are. Yeah. Um, so how would you like to go about picking up rumours? I
11: think Eve would suggest that it's best to go along the ground and kind of follow where gossip and wives tales and and that kind of things taverns brothels th- brothels meeting grounds because common people are nosy and are always in other people's business and quite often nothing kind of escapes undetected from uh, from gossips from town gossips
1: so something like a like a streetwise is probably what you'd want to do to draw rumors from from the common folk
11: I have not got very good streetwise, but I can give it a go. <laughs> the only other, well, yeah, I've got like monster lore, and tra- but tracking a mage is just a whole different thing. It's not really a witcher activity. Uh, well,
10: we, let's go with that one first. Like, yeah, maybe we Maybe we do split up and like cover different, so like, you know, for example, like there are maybe like, I feel like a witcher is going to be more at home in a tavern than say a mage dressed like mm, I am. Mm. So there might be like more better uses for different people.
11: That's a 14 streetwise for Eve. And I think she's been through, she would have been through Vesima before once an, before yeah it's a northern kingdom and she's old well yeah the dinmarv travels and it's it's a huge hub of trade so i think she would have been through here
1: uh so there's there's uh, you keep picking up this rumor that you you hear that you kind of heard on your way into the city that non-human spies have infiltrated L- little Mahakam and their their nilfgaard's black ones are all amongst the people there whether it's true or just paranoia, you're not sure, but that's certainly something you start hearing. You don't hear anything about a lady in red or a rogue mage or anything like that. Nothing so far.
11: Anything about roses?
10: Nope. Mm. Nope. I I wonder, um, Aurelius would wonder, I don't necessarily think there would be a, a magic academy here in Vizima, but is there any sort of like kind of hub for for magic or any sort of area?
1: Well, any any kind of connected mage would be in the royal quarter. Yeah, which you'd need an invite to get into. Yeah, but the dukes would probably have mages on their in their employ for sure, but they're probably in the in the palace.
11: Would you be able to kind of wheel and deal I, with other mages? I,
10: I would be interested to see uh, whether Aurelius could, uh, whether it is in a a tavern or somewhere else, get. Get in with like someone on a lower level of the royal powers that may need the assistance of a mage, whether that's a low-level duke or a soldier that finds their way in and out. Just trying to find like a gather up a relationship uh, with someone and offer his, his services, so to speak.
1: So you uh, can find, say, perhaps like uh, a messenger boy, yeah, who runs runs in and out of the the royal quarter. And the trade district, you know, uh, running, running uh, messages for one of the higher ups. You, you know, you find this this boy slightly too young to be a uh, to be a soldier. I, I feel not- like
10: Aurelius would would like kind of stay close to the royal district. And when he starts to get like a sense of like routine, and he sees sees the same boy running out and across, and like kind of yeah. he'll he'll put himself in a position where he can cross paths. Yep. With this boy, and do you want to start befriending them? He'll he'll like first. Are they are these messages um, of status themselves, or are they or are they like quite? They're little orders about
1: you know uh, summoning a certain commander to go see the duke, or uh, commanding movement of supplies, telling them where the wall
10: needs to be reinforced. So or- my question wasn't clear. Um, the actual messengers are they? Do these, like, are these kids, are they using kids from lower socioeconomic, like, backgrounds to do these missions, or are they from the palace? Like, I'm trying. No, I'm just- they're,
1: they're poor. They're poor kids, you know. They just haven't happened to have enough. Trust. They're not. They're not the lowest of the low. They'd be merchant families. They're merchant families, so they're somewhat trusted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they, they're they middle would... class, if yeah. you
10: will. They wouldn't necessarily be enticed by coin or food per se. Well, it's a young lad, uh, possibly. Yeah. I think he'll find like um he'll be in a a, a less busy part of um the, the the city, like just like not like bustling right by the royal towers or wherever they are, and he'll kind of boy. Uh, yeah <laughs> Could you, uh, could you spare, uh Could you spare a few minutes for And he pulls out a bag Five crowns
1: Oh uh, yes Five crowns, yes
10: I can spare a minute Yes, five, yes I can Five crowns now and five later If you could be helpful towards me Oh, well, yeah, best be quick And he, like, pops up five oh, crowns oh, yeah. Straight into they there They disappear <laughs> What did he, he say? He, they disappear
1: uh, you better speak quickly, because he might run off with them. He goes,
10: I want information about a, a mage, a woman that you've heard of, that you've had to deliver a message for, anything of that ilk. Red hair, red robes. Nope, never heard of her. Bye. And he was like, <laughs> he'll put his hand on his shoulder <sighs> to hold him there. Okay. <laughs> Look,
1: I haven't heard of a... Ma- like, there's mages in the royal quarter,
10: but none of them are red, none of them are women. And what are, they do- what are the mages doing in the quarter currently?
1: advising the Duke, Duke Agderon and Duke Dunnest.
10: Oh, so, so you, you you see these people and you're around them quite often?
1: Well, in passing, yeah. I mean, I run in and out. The Duke has me running in and out all the time.
10: Do you think you could get me an audience with this Duke?
1: Me? No, I don't think so. Well,
10: surely someone you know could.
1: Or, I don't know, I just run messages. Like Literally, I just get called up, here, take this message, boy, run there, run
10: there. I'm nobody.
1: Well, could you perhaps...
10: Pass a message for me,
1: please. Yep, can pass messages what I do.
10: <laughs> Fantastic. He has a
11: little business card.
10: <laughs> and he'll he'll, like, he'll whip out a, a pad and a note. Um, and he'll just... Oh, I see, I haven't thought this far ahead on the plan. Um, and he's just going to ask to... It's going to send a message to... The, who are the Dukes that he mentioned? Duke dunnus and Duke Hadron. Uh, Duke dunnus Duke Hadron. Uh, um, Aurelius Tarnere of Gramera request an audience with you. And he'll give a... comparison a Oh yeah, let's not do that.
1: <laughs> just FYI. And uh, you're a registered mage, aren't you? With, with but with they don't Nilfgaard, know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. They don't know that. They don't know where he is. So. No, no. He's sort th- of... You kind of rogue yourself to a degree. Yeah, to a degree. I to say, if
11: you... Like, yeah, because you can't even... Can you claim a school? I guess it'd be a Nilfgaardian school. It would
10: be a Nilfgaard, but he'll just okay. say... He'll just <laughs> he'll say that Aurelius Tarnere uh, requests an audience. And you know what? Fuck it. He'll play his hand. Re-Razine. Okay.
1: He takes your message and he's gone. Great.
9: Briok. Briok is going to take his horse and his caravan down into the temple district. Mm-hmm. Set up uh, a small shop. hmm And start trading. Okay. Um, do you have a trading skill? Yes, I do. Roll that for me. And... Uh, while he's doing that, he's also going to try and collect some rumours.
1: Yeah, nice. so we'll do your trading first to see how well you do. In this game, it's called business. Business. There business. Business. <laughs> business.
11: I do business.
9: That's a roll of 20 for my Business.
1: Excellent, excellent. Um, so uh, feel free to to uh, sell up to sort of fifty crowns worth of, of your supplies. Yeah, fantastic. And a good a good market rates. Good as market well. rate. Yeah, so yeah. about bish for Bosch. Yeah, 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 yeah. What you bought it for, or a little bit, a little bit of profit for yourself. Yeah, for so sure. So fifty crowns worth. Yeah, cool.
11: Fine. If we can end this campaign with Brioch operating at profit, I'll yeah, be
10: okay. yeah. I mean, that's what we're going to win. That's what the merchant's here for. He's need to find Razine. It's fine. Brioch's doing well. So, you're a bit of a
1: tinker. You have bits and bobs, don't you? So general supplies, tools. Absolutely. Wood, Dried meats. Goodbye, yeah. soap. Soap, yeah. Oh, soap. Yeah. soap.
9: I just sold four loads of soap and one thing of rope. Got some right. clean boys and girls soap now. And
1: ro-
11: Did you just invent soap, soap on a rope? Soap's
1: difficult to make and it's quite an involved process. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely some demand for soap in a city like this.
11: And yeah. also, we're all filthy like it's you know it's a, it's a gritty medieval fantasy oh, yeah, everyone's yeah. disgusting I mean
1: a bath is its own separate service in the book it costs mm. like 8
10: crowns or something so I'm also going to sell one set of clothing I've realized what Aurelius has done Aurelius is working on step 2 and hoping that you guys come good with step one oh. that I can come to the duke with something.
5: Well, so uh... that, that, that
10: that's what he's planning. You at. haven't done too well so far. No. All <laughs> right. Um, I've sold some soap
9: to some stragglers who are coming in. Uh, I mean, the city still hasn't locked down just yet. It's, it's yeah, getting close. It's very
1: but, close. Yeah. yeah.
9: And uh, obviously, rope as a product for um, people who are about to start like building and yeah. soldiers who are about to start reinforcing. It's just a great tool to have yeah. rope Uh, And also just uh, a set of clothes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe someone who is uh, from outside has come in with dirty clothes and needs a refresh, doesn't want to be caught with... with...
1: Especially as now it's getting cold as well. That's right. Someone's a bit threadbare and they're like, oh, it's actually going to be a cold winter this year. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. And I tell them to come back because I've got some heavy cold clothes for you. So I'm going to um, give you a couple of bits of news for free. Great. And then rumours will will roll for... Fantastic. um, So... Uh, Nilfgaard's army has halted their advance north and now are concentrating on encircling the city. By the end of tomorrow, they don't think the gate will open again at all. There, there'll be no in and out, because if you do, you get peppered with, with Nilfgaard an arrow. and arrows. And, and, crossbow. and yep. crossbow bolts. Yep. No one will come in and out. And uh, you do hear one person uh, worried that they heard that Redania might not be coming to Temeria's aid. They don't know if that's just people's fears speaking, but there's a, there, no one knows why, but there's just a worry that Redania won't be coming this winter or even come spring. Briok will laugh when when that's introduced Briok will laugh yeah. that off
9: oh, of course Redane
1: is coming that's silly people are just worried because, uh, yeah, it, because yeah, it's an yeah. outlying opportunity yeah, yeah. The, the, the north will look after each other I'm sure ev- I'm sure the ev- north will look after each other
9: every spring someone says oh what if it doesn't rain this year but it <laughs> always rains oh
11: that's that's, that's, right, oh enough. that's right enough that's I right
1: enough
9: I love
11: this I love this for you Chris
1: uh, <laughs> playing
9: a happy character yes yeah.
1: and, and how about some rumours what would you yes, like to use? I'd like to use my streetwise, streetwise. if Streetwise, yeah. Go for it. That's 24? <gasps> okay. Oh, my God. Ooh. Some people in the non-human area, Little Mac, elves in particular, people have started to notice they're wearing red strips of cloth or or, or red, a red bandana. And it's bright red. It's not... Bright
9: red. Yeah, it's like not scarlet? faded. It's not like it's not a worn red. It's a red. Or it's fresh it has been best. given to them. Yeah, it's a fresh yeah. red, as if like a tailor or someone like someone who makes like rolls of cloth has, has, has ripping it off, ripping yeah. bits
1: off and giving giving them to them. It's cool, just, cool, just cool, like cool, cool. That, that someone has noticed in passing. You know, oh,
11: have you noticed
9: that? You look, look someone there with red as well. And that's a, that's in little Markham. Yes, and that's pronounced Markham.
11: I thought it was Mahakam. Mahakam?
1: Yeah, which is the name of the uh, main dwarven city. Great. That's why it's called Little Mahakam, because, you know, that's where the dwarven bankers and mm. and the and the non humans in general are kind of foisted off
11: to. we shell selling novelty beards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's in Old Vizima. Is no. That? no. No? No, Old Vizima has been abandoned. Right, sorry, pardon? This is part of the temple quarter. Temple quarter. It is the right. slummiest part of yeah. the temple quarter. No worries. Uh, and, and has grown even more so now that it's packed. It's packed with non-humans. I was going to
11: say, yeah. Everyone from Old non-humans? Vizima
1: is packed in there. Um, and it's mainly, mainly elves. There are some dwarves in there. Um, But, yeah, mainly the elven refugees have started to sort of fill that area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone has noticed that maybe it's a coincidence, maybe it's nothing. I swear there's a bit more people are wearing bits of red. Yeah. Cool. Um,
9: At day's end, put the cart back together. Mm -hmm. Take it up to the trade quarter. Yep. Tuck it away, have a dinner and uh, debrief with my... Strange companions. <laughs> yes. Still,
10: can I retcon what my message said?
1: What would you like to, to retcon it to?
10: Aurelius Tarnere, Mage of Service, would like to offer his services to the kingdom.
1: Excellent.
11: Beautiful. Especially what... It's a, it's good, it's a good strategy for these uh, trying times.
10: Exactly.
1: So you're offering your services to the duke. Yes. Did you pick one? Uh, what
10: were their names again?
1: Hadron and Dunes. Dunis and Hadron. Uh... uh if you you can give me a role for their dispositions, yes.
10: Let's, so yeah, you let's
1: uh, we can revisit your note if you've had a bit more of a thought while we we're doing the other role playing. I'm very happy to to kind of to change that narrative slightly. You would like to just offer your services
10: to he, the jukes. He makes it clear that he's a a mage of considerable power and persuasion, mm-hmm. and he would like to offer his service. Uh, first of all, I'll get an idea on. Uh, each of them, I'm, he may have heard of them before, potentially, or maybe the uh, the yeah. boy may have. Uh, do you have education? Perhaps I do. Education might
1: give you a good idea about who these people are, or if you can think of a different skill, I'm happy for I'm you to really argue good. for He's, something.
10: I've got quite a lot in education. Yeah,
1: I thought you might do. Yeah. Um, oh God,
10: let's try again. <laughs> that is a twenty-one. Uh, so
1: Hadron is the more level-headed. Is the more ne- level-headed noble and is more experienced in governing cities and towns. Yes. Dunnis is a commander of men. Um, he is a uh, marshal duke, if you will, much more hot-headed and uh, very racist.
10: Great. Well, then let's go with Hadron, the more level-headed. Okay. And so he'll specifically uh, have this message sent to Hadron. Mm-hmm.
1: You don't hear back straight away. No, not I not w- Not that day, at the very least. Again,
10: yeah. this is step two, based yeah. on what he's hoping the others come away with for step one.
1: So as you uh, come back to to uh, your your little encampment in the warehouse, um, Verd's
10: little little
1: his warehouse, his with warehouse. your your little lodgings. Um, yeah. Verd will approach you as you're having having your dinner mm-hmm. and be like. Uh, uh, is he providing meals or are we eating? No, he's not providing food. That's no. cool. Does yeah. everyone have
9: rations to cross off?
11: I've got, yeah, like one day's rations. <laughs>
9: You're going to be eating into my rations, aren't you?
1: <laughs> yeah. Please keep hold of them. Food in the city is... How much are rations? A lot. Great. They will increase in price they're five, as the game they're goes on. They're five per, per ration, per day. Five per day? Yeah. Five crowns per day. And I do want you to track this stuff because food is... A premium once mm. the city is yep. locked off.
10: All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself a week's worth. I've got money to spare.
1: Yep. I, I can say you you going to take that out of your purse and yeah, say yeah, that yeah. that's yeah. what
10: you arrived with. Yeah. I'm happy with that. I, I had a lot left over for in-game. That's purchases.
1: okay. I'll let you retcon that for now. Yep. But after that, you have to you have mm. to procure your foods. Speaking
11: right. of retconning, while I was around in the taverns, was I could I have purchased some?
1: Yep, you can cool. buy you can buy food and, and stuff from. I'll give from myself
11: about a week.
1: Okay, so yeah, give yourself food. Uh, but Verd is here to just, you know, if you are staying a bit longer, he doesn't mind. No, but yeah, more coin for upkeep. Yes, for, you know, for the horses. Would be good. How how much longer do you think you'll be staying?
9: Oh, my friend, I'm 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 not quite sure just yet, but I will have payment up front straight away. The minute those those thirty crowns are done in in two more days, you will be topped Th- this right
1: is, up. I'm just going to say this is the, after the three days. This oh, is your right. three days. Of, okay, your three days of rumor gathering, and okay. we're just doing a little bit of narrative time. So we yeah. cross off three days worth of rations. Yes, please. Yes, no worries. And he's he's here going. Well, you know, it's been three days. You had your thirty crowns. So... Yeah, no worries. Uh, that's easy. I'll top him up with five more days. Great. Because I've,
9: I've just made... made you made, made money. I made money and it goes to an inn. Excellent. Pays for everyone's board and keep.
11: Someone's got to... Yeah. 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 Ooh, those are
9: those are not my rations to spend. Those are rations
10: from the cart. <laughs> well, I'm not sure how the two of you went, but uh, I've started working on at least, a, at least a different tactic. There is a... I potentially have an inn into the royal court. We shall see how it plays out, but I have sent out a feeler to a Duke Hadron. Hmm. Duke Hadron I at least know H- to Hadron. be a... Hadron. Hadron? Yes. A, a Duke Hadron. Duke Hadron I at least know to be a level-headed individual, not one I've met before, but I have left a message with him. And uh presuming we have some information to go off, and he looks pointedly at the two of you, we may have something to speak with.
11: No luck on my end. Surprise surprise, everyone thinks that Mahakam is full of Nilfgaard spies. Of course, where all the non-humans are. So I think that's a moot point.
9: Well, they actually might be onto something because I discovered that there in Little uh, Mahakam, there is a a, a a collection of people with red armbands and bandanas and and fresh red red cloth uh, on their personage, and it, it's quite interesting, really. I mean, this this red kind of clothing seems to have just sprung up over the last couple of kind of days, or, or, or so it seems, Sorry, at red, least. Red, you say? Oh yes, yes, red indeed. And and so they're they're wearing this red cloth, and I thought. There's a mage who dresses in red, and and I thought it might have been connected to us. But I got distracted and sold some more clothing. But then I had to think about it, and I thought, yes, maybe, actually, the red clothing might have been connected to what we are talking about. Shut up.
11: They are wearing red. Is that... Well, strips of red, yes. Right. To distinguish themselves to each other. It might be
9: some sort of, like, cult or band or group
11: or just friends. Or
9: they've all hurt themselves in different parts of the body and they've been strapped together to to, to heal. We all
11: know how influential mages can be. Perhaps they're going around and bending the minds and wills of some of the folk in Mahakam.
10: If Razine is going around gaining people into her employ, then she clearly has something planned here and I'm beginning to suspect that maybe it is... Well, if she's dealing with non-humans, then it's something that the kingdom here is not aware of.
9: I mean, if you were going to start a small army anywhere, making it out of non-humans is a, is a pretty good way of, of doing it. I mean, w- we generally keep to ourselves and are looked over
10: pretty quickly and regularly.
11: And soon we're going to be all locked in here.
10: Was there any rumblings on to what end they were holding these bands? Nope. Just Someone saw had- themselves quickly, though.
1: Someone had just noticed it. No, it's no, nothing else connected to it.
10: I just improved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you, then, you're exactly right. Yeah.
10: Real. Yeah, Bricks, just yeah. spinning yarns. Yep. Yeah. Well, stands to reason we maybe go have a bit of a wander and a gander for ourselves.
11: We'll have to act quick. Once the siege starts, Razim will be shooting fish in a barrel. I wonder if it's like the big one. The big what? Makam.
9: Mahakam.
1: The little one.
11: You think it's similar? Maybe. I don't know.
1: Have you been to Mahakam? Yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) It's the Dwarven Halls. It's a lovely place. Mahakam's a slum.
11: (laughs) Sort of a joke, but also sort of like
9: the the wanderings of a a person who isn't super.
11: Yeah. Eve has not cottoned on to this. I still haven't quite
1: got your. It's good. I like it. It's it's a very slightly odd sense of humor, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. She'll
11: just be staring at him going, it's a piece of shit. What? The little one? Yes. Oh. It's a slum. Maybe it pooped out from the big one. Right.
10: What the fuck are we talking about?
11: I've got no idea. Where we have to go?
10: Is it is it <laughs> nighttime? Is it is it heading towards? This night is at the this end point? of this day. Yeah, yeah. the third yeah.
11: day ends. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, the moon yeah. is yeah. dawning on us. If
1: you want to go looking for them, you have to wait until the next day. We're doing a bit of narrative time. Yeah. The yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, you can spend a couple of days looking for them if that's what you'd like to do.
11: Oh.
10: wandering around Little Magum? Why ever not? We've got another. Do you say you paid for another week's worth? I paid at this place? for another
9: five nights. There you go. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Um... So, in that interest, maybe the three of us should venture down as a group yes. to Little Mahakam. That sounds like a lovely idea. And uh, and investigate. And maybe there are some some rumours and innuendos that we can ascertain. Or maybe there are some, uh, some... People with red bands. That we can interrogate, investigate, speak to. And fail in that.
11: Maybe I can scare up some honest work. Well, honest. For witches, that is.
10: Only work. Yeah. <laughs> a witcher, well. a witcher chef.
11: Well.
1: Roll to cast the blood-soaked rose is a baby beard media production. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. All our podcasts are on Spreaker, Spotify, YouTube, and all good podcatchers. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash babybeard. The Witcher tabletop role-playing game is property of Art Talsorian Games, used with permission. and the Google
2: Play Store.